Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. I love that that thing is so thick, I can barely get it in there. Bye. Welcome to the dumbest part of your day. This is Common Man and T-Bone. I'm going to Google, oh, look, a Netflix special, seven parts, Project People Project and Me. Project People, don't drink the punch. <laughs> don't drink the people. <laughs> There's people in the punch. <laughs> people in the people. <laughs> Soylent Green. <laughs> Soylent Green is people. Featuring Panama Ted. Shut up, Ted. Five-minute delays with Leanna Ray. You guys like Bjork? And random sounds from the internet. Yes, sorry, Shavaka do. You want to sack? The guy is drunk. Watch your profanity. Would you not eat my pants? Ah! This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Monday. Welcome in. Hello, Bone. Hello, man. We've got a big show today. The segment that's not a segment. Yikes. <laughs> is coming up at 434. Jason's beef. 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 Is at 534. Yeah. Got some sad news today. Though. Oh, what's the sad news? Pa- sad news. I missed this. Uh, Ohio State has fired baseball coach Bob Todd. Stop. It's not Bob Todd. It's it's not Greg Beals anymore either, but he was the head coach. So oh. sorry to hear that. Every Ohio State baseball coach, Bob Todd. What happens if they hire Nick Swisher to be the next baseball coach at Ohio State? Would you then still make this joke or would everybody then become Nick Swisher? Or would you just change out entirely and just have fun with Nick Swisher? Oh, I would have fun with Nick Swisher. I, I would too. What's up, bros? Bro, Ohio State University, baby. That's it. What's he doing? He's doing something. I don't Swisher. know what he's doing. No, he just Did, is he on? He's on TV, maybe. No. Yes, I think so. Yeah, we were talking about him. I not know too we long were, ago. and I don't remember why we were talking about him. Here, I'm looking up his official Twitter. What's the bio Man, I tell you what, the first picture is of... Because, of course, he named the field, right? He got to pay for the field, and they named it Nick Swisher Field. And there's a just... The picture you can think of in your head of Nick Swisher, that's the picture on the top of his page where he's just like, like right in front of his own name on the field where he played baseball. (laughs) That's right. Uh, It says he is a... It says all-star FS1 analyst. And then it also says special advisor to Yankees GM. Is that real? I don't know. Is he advising Brian Cashman? I missed that. Okay. It says, I mean, May 21st, he posted a photo from Yankee Stadium. All right. With uh, looks like one of his kids, so let him live. Also, I think Timmy Hall sabotaged me. Oh. Timmy Hall went to Virginia this weekend, brought us back some snacks. He did. Good friend. Yeah. Some uh, Virginia chips. 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 By the way, Teddy, I'm very impressed you ate your entire bag of chips. I did. Because that was more than one serving in that bag. The, the bag said one serving. But it was oh. a big bag. It was it, a little bigger than I would normally eat, yes. So, but, Ted, did you get too full after eating all those chips? Do you feel chip? Do you feel a little, uh, little like you're going to throw up or something with all that in there? No. I mean, I do feel full, but not to where I'm sick. I feel That's something. Good. Oh, no. Well, because, well, Timmy gave me some spicy chips, and I said, well, how spicy are they? Oh, not too spicy. These habanero chips. And I like spicy things. Yeah. But let me tell you something, buddy. Something's happening. They were spicy. Were they working down there? Some magma 
is bubbling magma in my bowels. Okay. Well, good luck with all that. Godspeed on holding it in, if that's what it comes oh, to. I think it's going to... But if you've got to leave, you got to leave. you got to do what you got to do. It's going to spew out at some point. Spew out. Not and the phrase... Bob Todd will be here to clean it up. <laughs> Not the phrase that pays. Spews out. Also, I'd like to believe that Ted will eat the serving size, no matter what they say the serving size is, of anything. Like, he... He eats a ridiculously low amount of serving size. Like if he gets one of those bags of M&Ms where it says shareable size, three servings, yeah. he will dutifully make three different separate attempts at knocking out that I, bag. I hate when they identify what you should be doing. Don't tell I me know. I should share them. If I want to yeah. eat the whole thing, I'm going to eat the whole thing. Yeah. What if you only eat one M&M at a time, but you're a very solitary person? Then you're definitely eating less than the recommended amount. You just There's nothing in there that says you have to share with anybody. But I'm saying, Ted, if they had changed on that bag, you could roll through McDonald's and pick up nine Big Macs. And if it said on that bag, when you brought it to Ted, it's like, Ted, this is a new thing. And it turns out one serving. That's what this yeah. is. Hey, I guess it's yeah. 11,000 calories, but it's one <laughs> serving. Ted would be like, oh, man, I guess I got to eat it. And that's he would right. eat all nine cheeseburgers, whatever you brought him, because that's what it said was one serving. Popeye's has a family meal. Yeah. With eight tenders. Get the hell out of here. Eight tenders is not a... No, that's not a... Who's family? I'm I'm the family. I am the whole family. Don't put family meal on there. I feel bad enough as it is. Right. I don't need you to... There's no... You don't need to judge. No. Right? We we know you made... We know why you made that eight tender meal. It was not because a family was four was getting done with their, you know, Sunday service and they rolled out of there going, let's get some food for lunch. Let's find a fa- oh a family meal of Popeyes eight tenders lovely no you, that is a fat person on a Tuesday saying it's been a rough Tuesday and mm-hmm. it's still Friday's a long way away where's the Popeyes and then they're like how many tenders can I get in a meal eight done that's who's eating that don't call it a family meal that is judgmental so if you don't hear me talking for a while it's because I got the magma and something's happening could be that. The magma. Justin Thomas wins the PGA Championship. Tiger had to withdraw. Teddy, did you enjoy the golf this weekend? I did. It uh, was that pretty was exciting, crazy, right? Down crazy to the finish. Round of golf, right? Yeah, Ted? absolutely. Justin Thomas came from way back to win, and it was uh, pretty amazing. What was he? Eight shots back. At on- one point, he was like after his first eight holes on Sunday, he was eight shots back, seven to start the day. That's incredible. And then, uh, I mean, the other part of that story is uh, Mito Pereira, who. I don't, I mean, I didn't know him, but I don't know golf. Ted, did you know Mito Pereira before this weekend? Were you aware of him? I have become aware of him probably over the last a month, maybe six weeks. I've seen his name on the leaderboard, but before that, if you had asked me about him two months ago, I would have said, I don't know who he is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently young golfer who had the lead on 18, had the lead, could have won this entire thing and instead ends up bowing out after a terrible drive off the 18th tee box that went not a lot of water on that course from what i saw ted but he found it on that one yeah he found it in his swing if he saw it it was it was like charles barkley yes it did i was gonna say it looked like me trying to swing a driver not a professional golfer that looked that looked like the moment got got the best of him apparently so maybe he had the magma brewing in his bowels maybe timmy gave him some chips right before that uh (laughs) i'll tell you what man i i got something going on matt kuchar update 
How'd Cooch do this weekend? Cooch finished uh, four over par, and that gave got him uh, tied for 34th overall. That's so, not uh, very good, because he was having a good Thursday and Friday. Yeah, over the weekend, he was six over total. Yeah, he was two under after the first two hole, or two rounds. So, yeah, he struggled over the weekend, but a lot of guys did. So, I mean, top 34, that's that's not too bad, though. Yeah. And he said he was, you know, obviously feeling quite sore after Saturday, which is why he had to pull out from there. But that's yeah, too bad about... Uh, yeah. no, oh, no, I don't know why I switched over to Tiger. What, what are we doing here? I switched over to Tiger. Let me Sorry. tell you something. Cooch was not sore. <laughs> he, he was, was not, fine. Okay. He did not pull Cooch out. Was fine. I'm sorry. Cooch I took a pounding, over. but Cooch was fine. I switched over to Tiger Woods because I somehow thought that's where we had jumped back. I, to. I was very confused. No, no, you. no. You're right. Cooch you're pulling right. out. What are we talking about? <laughs> just obsessed with Tiger. I'm sorry. I wanted to you're see obsessed Tiger Woods with something. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, children. <laughs> Hey, Bob I can't dead. believe we went all this way and didn't even talk about Will Zelatoris or whatever his name is. Willie Z. Yeah. Willie Z, yeah. Big Willie Z. Who? Big Willie style. He finished he, second. Oh, right? Lost in the playoff he to Justin Thomas. Yeah. Right. All right, good stuff. Need a good old... We need a Zelatoris pairing with... The, with, <laughs> with Cooch and, well, I don't know Cooch whoever. Tiger, Cooch. Someone needs to be paired with Zelatoris. He looks like uh, Happy Zelatoris. Gil- yeah, he Why looks like say his name? Yeah, and he looks like Happy Gilmore's caddy. That's, That's uh, right. who he is. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does look like Happy Gilmore's caddy. He's just a tiny little guy. That's great. Uh, who was the weird-looking guy we were talking about last week? Oh, what? the guy who's ru- the lieutenant governor of Pennsylvania. Oh, yeah. He's running for governor. So what is, he he what is won that the primary. Name? Yes, what is that guy's name? I don't know. His name to me is Chewy. He looks like he's in POD. <laughs> the guy's six foot eight. Yeah, he's like a huge guy, and he is bald. Fetter, Fetter, Fetter. Fetter Tootin. Fetter. <laughs> <laughs> running for the governor of Pennsylvania. Tootin' <laughs> his back, baby. Good to hear. No, but whoever that guy's name is, yeah, he's like a big giant dude, and he looks like, I think you said it back in the office, looks like he's a roadie for POD or something. Yeah. Coming All off right. a warp tour. Anyway, you know what else we have to talk about today? What? I mean, we have Deshaun Watson stuff to get to. I will poop my pants eventually, I but <laughs> okay. you told me that Arby's introduced a burger today. They did. I am not anti-Arby's, as you know. Pro-Arby's on the show. I am pro-Arby's. Yeah. I am pro-burger. Look at my boobs. Mm-hmm. I've had a lot of them. That's actually their new slogan. We have the meats and look at my boobs. That's what <laughs> they've got now. That's They want to be everybody's included there. Burgers should not exist at Arby's. Arby's has its thing. Don't even get me started with the crinkle fries at Arby's. Get out of here. You order crinkle fries at Arby's, you go to jail. Yeah. You order a burger at Arby's, you go to jail. Really? You yes. didn't even try the... No. Uh, it's a, now, hold on. It's a Wagyu Steakhouse burger. Oh, I'm sure it is. How much is it? $27? It's five ninety nine. All right. What kind of Wagyu are we talking about? We're using these terms a little too loose. Well, there's a lot going on with this burger because they say coming in at 6.4 ounces, it is a 52% blend of American Wagyu beef and 48% ground beef. All that right. is cooked sous vide style. Sous vide style. Let me tell you what Are that they means. Sous vide the, no, the burger yeah, at they the did restaurant. It in one centralized location, and it comes pre cooked to the thing, and then they put it on the flat flat top to warm it. Sure, maybe and then Bob put it- Todd comes in and works the night shift because he just got fired. Well, they put- <laughs> poor Bob Todd catching strays left and right. He didn't do anything today. He's just sitting there. But did they do they put it under those giant orange lamps they have to yes. keep everything warm, or do they actually cook it first and then? 
sous vide under the First of all, lamp. sous vide, that's, that's fancy for pre-cooked. We're not cooking it in the restaurant. They're not sous viding it. Yeah, I, you know I what they should you do. That. You have a bubbling pot of cheese sauce at your disposal. We yes. Why don't you sous vide in that? Can you do? I guess you could. Of course right? you it's just can. A, it's a warm liquid. Sure. Right. Put the raw beef. Obviously, you have a different vat for the beef and cheddars because you don't want to be spooning. Well, out you you worked with or you knew someone juice. when you were in high school. Put their raw my beef friend, in. My friend, my friend Steve. Yeah, that's put right. His raw beef in there. He used to put his pee pee in the cheese sauce. <laughs> I think we were clear on that when I said he put his raw beef in there. But I'm glad you clarified. <laughs> There's one thing I know about this show, man. Yeah. We got to make a subtle joke and then hit you over the head with it. <laughs> That's right. You got to do that. I got to poop. Don't just let it hang I'm there. Poop my pants. Do you have any other roast beef related jokes before we move on there? Want to do a Matt Kuchar update again? Are you what? okay? What did Timmy give me? I don't know what he gave you, but it's something. I need to do like deep Lamaze breathing. He gave you. A... <laughs> I got the sweats. I believe uh, they call that an Appal- an Appalachian enema is what they call that, which you're just getting there. All yeah. Right. All right, we'll do some Deshaun Watson stuff next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from the roadway of I-70 eastbound after Wilson Road. All lanes have reopened, but plan on some residual delays as traffic continues to recover. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio, Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling to save you money. Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments. Call 1-833-PROTECT. Only an array with fan traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Uncomfortably talking about food. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. This is Man and Bone. Hello. Happy Monday. Jason's Beef is coming up at 534. I know you're against this, but... uh. Heard old Jeff Booth there talking about getting back up in the 80s. Can't come soon enough for me. I'm freezing. Walked outside today and had a chill. Love it. I don't like this. Love it. I want summer. I'm I'm into summer mode. Let's this go. Summer in no, Scotland. Summer. Yeah, I don't live I'm in re- Scotland. I'm retiring to Scotland. Go ahead. When it's I don't all live there. Done. Go hang gonna... out on the golf courses in Scotland. It's they're famous for, right? And their locks. Yep. That's all they have. <laughs> golf courses and locks. And I believe uh, peat moss is also another thing they have. Mm-hmm. That is a that is an organism, not a man. There's, I mean, there might be a man named Peter Moss who lives there, but I was referring to peat moss, which grows on trees and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, you think Jason Stark, Mister Arby's, is aware they have a We're burger tell at him. Arby's? We're going to tell him about that burger. I can't wait to fill him in. He's probably he will be on his way as soon as we may have to end the segment early because he may just run out the door saying, "I sorry guys, I got to go get this burger." You think he sous vide his his meat? That's a, that's a great question because Jason strikes me as someone who's definitely been to plenty of restaurants where they sous vide the food and all that stuff. But he also strikes me as the type of guy who eats a lot of hot dogs because he's been to so many ballparks over the years. So I don't I, know where uh, he falls on that. I've known Jason for a long time. We've never discussed food, but I'm going to guess he's one of these guys that doesn't care what he's eating. 
My yeah. my parents have a friend like this, neighborhood friend. They go out to dinner with this guy. And, you know, the waiter comes around to take the orders. And every single time, this guy looks at his wife and says, what do I like? Do I like this? Oh, And set, she has wow. to tell him, yes, you like your steak cooked medium. Order your steak medium. Do I like a ribeye? No, you think it's a little too fatty. Jason strikes me as that type of guy where he is so immersed in baseball and knowing things and podcasting land. And I don't think he thinks about food. I kind of hope he's not that guy, though, because that sounds like really annoying. If you if your wife has to remember what kind of food you like to put in your fat face, I have to remind you to have lunch. No, that's different. That's oh, not the same why thing. Why am I so hungry? It's six o'clock. No, oh. I forgot to eat anything oh my God. today. No, I don't obsess over it like you do, where it's like at four o'clock in the morning, I'm up going, what am I having for yes. Thursday night dinner? Yes. I don't have that going on. But no, some days I get busy and go, ah, oh, crap, I didn't eat. And if I had a normal job, I would have gone and got something to eat. At three o'clock here, I'm locked in for three hours. So I, you know, late lunch doesn't happen for or early dinner. I can't do that. So yeah, sometimes I forget that. But trust me, I'm aware of how I like my food. And I hope Jason isn't that guy. Uh, Deshaun Watson's lawyer says NFL discipline could be coming in June or July. He said, we should know what their position is initially sometime in June, talking about the NFL's position. Then everybody will figure out if there's going to be a hearing about it or can people work things out or whatever. The only thing that's certain is that they want to try and get everything done this summer and earlier than later in the summer. Past that, we really don't have any firm dates or possibilities. Well, I hope that the league wants to get it done in the summer. What are we doing? I don't I don't understand. We're going to be in September and they're still going to be deciding whether Deshaun Watson gets punished. There will be a suspension. There is not a scenario where there is no suspension. It will happen. And if you're going to suspend a guy, I assume you have all the information you need at this point, don't you? What is the league just waiting for this real sports interview to air tomorrow night and watch the TV and then decide? Yeah, well, it's interesting, too, because if you read this article from Mary Kay Cabot, like. She goes quite a bit on like <laughs> you you get all the info you want from Deshaun Watson's lawyers. Like they they're plenty happy to tell you their side of that story. And one of the things they said that I thought was telling was they brought up the the real sports thing and said, you know, what do you guys think that's going to do? What what is that going to be like? And their response was like, oh, <laughs> we know it's probably going to be bad because. They're not going to give the other side of the story. They're not going to let the other side be heard. It's like, you are literally talking to a reporter right now. Tell the other side of the story. What are you talking about? She's talking to you. She did not, was not able to get any info from the CNN people, or not CNN, who's putting it out, Real Sports, HBO. Yeah. She didn't get anything from uh, Soledad O'Brien. No comment came back to her from this. You can say this and this and this is what's probably in it, and this is why that's wrong, if you so choose. To bellyache about how you're not getting a fair shake, you literally have a local Cleveland reporter helping you control the narrative down there by letting you tell one side of the story. So stop whining. What a bunch of grown man children running his legal defense team. It's not going to be a good week. I think tomorrow is going to be a thing for a lot of people. It, it shouldn't take seeing something on television. Agreed, you but, know, it, but it, it, take... it will be a thing. I agree with you. Well, it's, you know, we I, I watch a lot of Dateline, right? And it's, I hear from the jurors where it's like, well, I thought I knew until they put him on the stand and I saw the emotion in his face. And some people can look at all the facts they want, but when they see emotion, they say, well, now I, my mind's made up. 
Yeah. Now I know this person is telling the truth because I can see it in their eyes. And I bet you there are going to be some people watching that tomorrow night or whenever they watch it, stream the next day, and say, oh, you know, I saw this stuff in black and white, but, you know, seeing it told by this woman, seeing the pain in her eyes. And again, I'm guessing this is what we're going to see. Maybe we're going to see two women sitting down laughing about the whole thing. I have no idea. I doubt it. No, I, I doubt it, too. I, I look at it this way, though. I, I feel like there's plenty of detail out there, and people should have their opinions pretty much set up on what you think of Deshaun Watson. I would ask all the Browns fans, though, who have been like thrust into the corner or jumped into the corner, however you want to put it, where they, they became a part of like Deshaun Watson's defense team all of a sudden because now he's on your team. Just like pretend he played for the Steelers and then tell me how you feel about this. You know, like remember when a, the Steelers employed a quarterback who had some accusations against him, too, if I remember correctly, that in, said he did some bad things many years ago and we never forgot about that and we kept bringing that up. That that is that is what you are now aligning with, except times eleven, because there's twenty two of these, not two of them. Not that that makes it better or worse. It just is what it is. I, I would just ask everyone who is like jumped to Deshaun Watson's defense all of a sudden, maybe just back up and real at least watch this thing, right? Watch this documentary tomorrow, this uh, real sports thing, and see what you get out of that. If you still can't make up your mind on whether or not it's a good idea or not to have given this guy the largest guaranteed money for any player in NFL history. Maybe that will help sway you a little bit. I have I have my thoughts on this guy. Um, I've been to many a deep tissue massage, and I never had the masseuse in tears. No. Maybe in tears laughing. Well, did you, I mean, also, like, was there ever any confusion on your part as to what was going to happen no, at the end of all that? Look, I, I have a, a feeling for who Deshaun Watson is. I am not saying he should never play football again. What I am saying is that I wouldn't want my football team, before all of this was settled, before you knew what the outcome was, and maybe you're saying, well, we did know. We knew he wasn't going to jail. Okay, if that settles it for you, that's fine. I wouldn't want to spend $230 million on a guy who could be suspended eight games, who could be dragged through the mud further, who could ruin the reputation of your already fragile football team. I wouldn't want any of that headache. The Browns clearly didn't mind it. Yeah. I mean, put it in another context, though, right? Like, if uh, if you found out that someone that you were, like, friends with, you found out that multiple times this person had been accused of beating people up at bars or something like that, something you find to be unsavory, maybe it's not this behavior, let's take all that out of the equation for a second, and then... As you went and looked at the court records, it was like, well, every time these people brought these accusations against him and they said he'd like grabbed them by the shirt collar and like reared back his fist like he was going to punch him in the face. And at the last second, he went, that's not worth it. And then left. Wouldn't that at least give you some pause to think about, huh, man, maybe the, maybe my friend that I thought was like just a genuinely nice guy. Turns out he gets in a lot of almost bar fights. That's not great. I wonder why that is. At the very least, I might want to distance myself a little bit from being around him at a bar, and I I most certainly might think about it twice if I was trying to employ that guy. Deshaun Watson has a bunch of, if you want to say these are not technically criminal offenses, fine, but what do you feel about these things that you're hearing that he did that apparently resulted in 22 people going for civil suits against this guy and trying to pursue legal recourse, but it's a situation where they can't really prove anything. Because it's not like a bunch of cameras at most places where you get a massage. So, I don't know. I know how I feel about it, too. I, I would not have given him this money. I would not have brought him in. I'm sad the Browns did it. I'm very disappointed in the Browns and the Haslam's for doing it. So, they seem to be very thrilled with themselves for doing it. Let that say what it does about them. 
Jack is being sued by his own company. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for some debris blocking the left lane of I-70 eastbound after Miller-Kelton Avenue. It is causing some slowdowns in that area. Please be careful and watch out for cars as they swerve to avoid it. This traffic report is sponsored by Mattress Firm. Junk sleep got you down. The sleep experts at Mattress Firm can help. Get a king bed for a queen price and save up to $500 off the best Memorial Day sale ever. Plus, get a free adjustable base with qualifying purchase. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Man is needing his dough. Take that for what it's worth. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Monday, the segment that's not a segment. Yikes. Is coming up at 434. Jason's B at 534. Skip Bayless says a movie about his marriage will soon be in production for GAC, Great American Country. Is I would rather drink poison. <laughs> what? What? Okay. Is America pining for this? Well, he wrote a book. Uh, remember, he, he's been married to his wife, whose name I've forgotten. I will look it up. I think it's uh, Ergustine or some weird name like that. Okay. But they've been married for 17 years. And in the book, he pretty much says the secret to their marriage is he does everything he wants and she has to deal with it. Yeah. He, that's the well, secret of the marriage. I mean, to put a little bit of a maybe, I don't know if that's exactly how he says it, but I know he has said That's how past, I'm saying it. Right. Because that's what it is. Well, he he makes it clear that his career comes first, and if she doesn't like that, she can hit the bricks. Yes, he says though that was the way the that was the way the relationship started. Which I guess to be fair, if that's how you're going to be, well, yeah. At uh, least congratulations he's, uh, to him. He was a pudwack from day one. Right. <laughs> yes, pudwack indeed. He was a pudwack at the start, and she was like, "That's cool. I'm okay with you being this type of guy, and I will." I will gladly enter into all this knowing that. Worse, if like you get married and then halfway through you're like, actually, this is how it's going to go now. And suddenly, you know, your spouse all is right. like, wait, I was not prepared for that. But either way, I wouldn't necessarily be writing books about that type of relationship where it's like, yeah, just do like I do. Tell your spouse that they have zero priority in my life over my actual career. <laughs> That's, that seems like a terrible way to live. But now they're going to make a movie out of it. Hey, Great. it's a heartwarming story. What is it going to be like her just sitting by the phone being like, honey, we have dinner reservations. He's like, I know, damn it, but the Lakers just made a trade. And then he like hangs up the phone and says, screw those reservations after he hangs up the phone, which doesn't make sense. I haven't missed cardio in 27 years. (laughs) Right. It's just a woman sitting there like, I don't don't know. Can you stay home and take care of me? Is that the garage door closing? Where did you go? What a heartwarming movie of a woman who just like lives a single life, but can say, yes, technically contractually, me and Skip Bayless bump uglies every so often. We're married. Stop having sex with that LeBron poster. I hate him. I hate him. 
But you're having sex with it. Well, That's he's, the he's, weird he thing. hates sex. I know. He's having yeah. hate sex he's, with LeBron. It's like revenge sex. Is that what you're saying? Or that? I don't well, know. Well, it's like those, you know, those guys who are always Sexual afraid tension to, between you know, the people who don't like each other in a movie. Guys going to be, other guys going to be looking at their wiener. Oh, I see. You know, gotcha. I, don't, I don't want any little guy looking at my wiener. Like, I know how that's going to go. Don't worry. They're not, you? sir. You're 450 pounds. What are <laughs> you talking about? I don't think they're looking at you. That's okay. He loves He hate, He hate. loves LeBron so much, that's why he pretends to hate LeBron. Mm. Yeah, that's right. I think that's true. There's also, apparently, I was looking at this article. They have some clips of him and Ernestine is her name. Ernestine. I knew it was something Ernestine like Ernestine DiScalfani is her name. And they have clips of her on the Skip Bayless show which is apparently different than the show he has in the morning. I think it's a podcast. Okay. Well, this is video, but I'm, yeah, you're probably right. It's video, podcast, all the above. Uh, and the tweet just says, my wife and I have never spoken about LeBron James at home. So what does Ernestine think of the king? She answers here. So now, like, she He's has the to then, she also then has to jump on his dumb podcast to answer questions about the guy that she knows, like, he has a secret thing for. And that's got to be weird for everybody. The king. The oh, so, oh, LeBron's the king. Yeah. Oh, I thought, think? I thought we no. were referring to Skip Bayless as the no, king. No, 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 no. What, is, what does Ernestine think of the king? King, oh. king James. Okay. LeBron James. Right. No, she doesn't call him. I thought that's how he referred to himself at Maybe home. she does call him the king. Get some I don't slippers know. for the king. I, I don't understand. Maybe. That might be what it is. Anyway, doesn't seem like a movie that I'll be like letting my kids watch to be like, yeah, this is, hey, ladies, just if you're lucky. The Skip Bayless of your life could come along someday and tell you how it is. Uh, Jack Nicholas is being sued by his own company. Yeah, this was a weird one. Uh, this story came down over the weekend. So Nicholas Companies, they were the group that I guess was formed to kind of handle a lot of his, for lack of a better term, name, image, and likeness, right? They were they were formed to kind of help deal with all of that. He obviously designs a lot of golf courses, uh, back in May of 2007, they say they paid Jack Nicholas $145 million for exclusive rights to his golf course design services and marketing, promotional, and branding rights. Uh, now they are suing him, the, the Nicholas companies are, uh, that is basically alleging tortious interference, breach of contract, and breach of judiciary duty, that too, judiciary duty, against Nicholas and his company, GBI Investors. The complaint alleges that Nicholas has diverted opportunities away from Nicholas companies for his personal benefit. Uh, this is all filed in New York state court back a couple weeks ago, but they allege does Nicholas companies that Jack engaged in quote, repeated, repeated acts in bad faith against the best interests of the company, including acts to intentionally and maliciously undermine the company. Some of this relates to him lending his image to another golf tournament that was overseas and was not previously approved some of it relates to apparently the negotiations that he mentioned with the live golf people. Yeah. Where he said he turned down a hundred million dollars. Yes. He says he turned down a hundred million dollars and they are saying that those negotiations in part were a part of this whole lawsuit. So I'm not the way I initially read that was Jack is basically by even beginning to intervene with these people that cost this Nicholas companies possibly some business and they're worried about that and they sued, but it may not even be well, that. I don't know about that. It sounds like Jack is trying to double dip. 
He's trying to double dip, and he's got his own thing where he's trying to work out deals on the side, but he signed his likeness away for, what What did you say, $145 million? $145 million in 2007. All right, well, there's pluses and minuses to that. The plus is you get $145 million. All right? Yeah, regardless of if they do anything with your name, image, and likeness yeah. or not, the minus, you get that. The minus is you're not in control over your own business anymore. You yeah. gave away your freedom when you took the $145 million check. It sounds like Jack is out there trying to work deals for himself, and the people who gave him $145 million are saying, wait a second, Jack, you can't do that. We yeah. own the rights to you. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Companies is controlled by New York banker Howard Milstein, who has interest in the company that operates Golf Magazine and Golf.com, for whatever that's worth. But basically, this sounds like, yeah, a lot of rich guy problems, a lot of rich guy arguments here. But Jack is apparently, it's, it's a weird headline to see Jack Nicholas sued by, by Nicholas his own companies. company. Yeah. yeah. And I would assume the company was formed in part. It's not like someone came up to him and was like, hey, man, I want to take all your stuff from you and leave you with nothing. It sounds like this was something that was in part done to be able to let Jack Nicholas not have to worry about all this stuff. Jack's probably got a lot of people calling him. Yeah. Design my golf course. Do this. Sponsor this. He, instead of going and hiring an entire office to handle this, he said, I'm going to give this job to these other people who are then going to pay me a nice little lump sum in return. Yeah, then they hire the office. They deal right. with all the and headaches. That's their they deal with the contracts. And he got the big lump sum. So, yeah, I guess that means if you buy something with his you know, likeness on it or whatever at this point, maybe there's a part of that that goes back to him, but most of it probably goes back to this company. So either he, way, he yeah. He got paid. Right, it's $145 million. Uh, for what it's worth, Nicholas said in the statement that was released, he put out a statement and said, the claims made by Howard Milstein are untrue. Our relationship has been a difficult one at best. I have little doubt about the outcome, but I don't intend to make this a public spectacle if it can be avoided. So that's all sides to this discussion, just so now everybody's aware. All right. Buckeye basketball news coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. You'll find an earlier accident has cleared from 270 southbound between I-70 West Side and West Broad Street. All lanes have reopened. The I-70 ramps to southbound 270. Uh, those have also reopened, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Please be very careful over here. Traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Late safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Van Traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. No filler guests, no intelligence, and most of the time, no sports. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Hey, check out the podcast wherever you get your audio. Google, Apple, Spotify. It's all there. Just search Common Man and T-Bone. Click subscribe. Every single show comes right to your device free of charge. Teddy put in a flashback episode this weekend. What was the flashback this weekend, Teddy? I'll have to look it up. Okay, thanks. <laughs> but anyway. It's last week. I can't remember. He, puts, he puts bonus episodes in the podcast feed that you can only hear. On the feed. 
They're so good, he forgets what the bonus episodes are. Mm. So, well, that's, you know what? That's called a tease. Why don't you subscribe? You can go find out what it is yourself, and you don't have to worry about it. I have it right here. Oh, what is it? Actually, we took requests from listeners on what sound bites they wanted to hear, and you would play the sound bite, and we would comment on them. It's like, oh, remember the uh, lady with the uh, Facebook uh, quote, or whatever. And then we would play it. I don't like Facebook. I don't remember doing that. But I'm sure it was fantastic. Well, we should I do don't a- like Facebook. We should do that again, maybe sometime. Okay. Got a whole summer's worth of nothing to hey, do, Teddy. Ted. I'll take a segment off anytime you want. <laughs> I'll half-ass a segment anytime exactly you want, right. buddy. Uh, Buckeye Hoops will take on North Carolina in the CBS Sports Classic on December 17th at Madison Square Garden. So there's that. I am uh, going to say preemptively, or preemptively, I'm going to say very early on, I'm very worried about that game. That that feels like that's not going to go well for Ohio State. I'm Actually, not... that feels like the type of game that Ohio State will win. And then we'll get excited about it. And then they'll go on the road and lose to Nebraska. <sighs> right. Yeah. I know that, I guess, in the standpoint, and from the sense of if the Buckeyes had a player, like the main guy that could like go. I, come I've, been, in. I've been told they do. You shut your whore mouth. Who is that guy? I've been told by everybody it's Justice Suing. Great. Now we haven't seen him. Right. In a year. I hope that's the case. But my point is, if if let's say out of, I don't know, random circumstances, perhaps he's not available in that game, given that we've had a lot of injury issues with him. Not a lot. He's had a big injury issue last year. Hopefully, he'll be better this year and that won't happen again. Not his fault. But outside of him, yes, you have a lot of young, talented players coming into this team who are all going to be quite unproven. So, Maybe, but that's a team that played in the national championship game you're going up against. And Yeah, they, but they were an eight seed. They sucked. And they returned a bunch of guys who, last I checked, those guys all played in that game were like, yeah, we want to run it back and actually go back and win this whole thing. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be very optimistic no, I, about I the agree. chances of I that agree game. with you. However, I like that Chris Holtman puts his team in these positions. I like playing in these tournaments. Oh, sure. I'm not against you it. You know, you're playing tough teams. You get a, a little sense of what you're made of. And, you know, Tom Izzo did this for years. And Tom Izzo's teams always wound up playing better basketball down the stretch. Now, that's because Tom Izzo's a good coach, number one. And he gets good players. But I think the tough competition early in the season gets their feet wet. I want to be very clear. I am pro-tough competition for Buckeye basketball and also pro them being better than what I think they're going to be this year. All right. I don't think they're going to be very in, good this in year. in fairness, they usually are. No, I know. Now, I just we, we I get hope frustrated. They, I hope they do that this year because they they sort of exceed our expectations, and then we expect them to keep exceeding our expectations, and they hit a brick wall. No, I know. I'm looking at last year though specifically. You had EJ Liddell, who was a Player of the Year candidate coming into the season, and you had in Malachi Branham a guy that I don't and nobody really expected this to happen, where he goes and is likely to be drafted in the first round. But I think a lot of people were hoping Malachi Branham could be like the second guy on this team and you could have two really good players. I don't feel like there's nearly the same buzz for the incoming group this year or the returning guys. Like you have some solid players returning. They're just not that upper echelon national player of the year type caliber. And that's what worries me. Jawan Howard has apparently declined to speak with the Lakers about their vacancy opting to stay at Michigan. I've seen a couple different reports on this. Uh, Some people are reporting that the Lakers were hot and heavy on him, and if he decided he wanted the job, the job would be his. Other people are saying, well, they just had interest in talking to him. 
It's not like they were ready to offer him the job. Yeah. And either way, he said, I'm not interested. I'm staying at Michigan. Well, good. I mean, I for everyone involved there, I, I think it's probably better if the Lakers get it out there that it was the latter, that he he wasn't really fully down the road of taking the job and then backed out or anything. It was just they were interested in him being one of their candidates they talked to. And he said, hey, before let me stop you right there. I don't have any desire to go out there and coach in L.A. I don't want any part of that crap show. And good for him. That's a smart move. Got a much better gig right now in Michigan than you're going to have there at the Lakers. Uh, Jason's beef is coming up at 534 with our guy Jason Stark. Word has gotten back to Jason Stark that I think he doesn't take his food seriously. Mm. He strikes me as a type of guy that sits down at a restaurant and asks his wife what he likes to eat. He has texted me. What did he say? Offended by this. Wow. Saying that couldn't be further from the truth. He takes his food very seriously. Oh. And his wife is a gourmet chef. What? So he understands what? food. Now, I don't know if that means his wife is just a good home cook or if she is indeed a gourmet chef by profession. Well, no, but either way, if she's like that level of cooking is happening, then obviously, yes, he, the man must he take his food very seriously. He had to text me during the show to tell me he takes his food very seriously. I think this is Jason's way of hinting without saying it that him and possibly his wife were both involved in the development of the new Arby's hamburger, which I want to point out is a sous vide burger made from some Wagyu beef. Right. Some Wagyu. And Not then, all and Wagyu then beef, other some of it. Rando beef parts. Well, ground beef and, and Wagyu. I mean... I want to point out the Wagyu beef is also ground because they, they didn't just it. like take a full steak and just slap it down and then put some ground beef around it. They did grind all the beef up into ground beef. Speaking of uh, food, Kristen made me throw away my peanut butter this morning. Okay. Why? Oh, right. Because there's a recall. Jif, Jif has a Jif? recall. I guess it's salmonella. Yeah. But I looked at the lot number and it was one of the, the lot numbers that needed to be recalled. Mm -hmm. But I've already eaten half the jar. Oh. And I said, well, I've eaten this. I'm not sick. I haven't gotten sick. What if it's waiting at the bottom of the jar for you? Does it? And that's my question to you. Does it work like that? I don't know. Because she made me throw the thing away. And now I had no peanut butter well, this morning. You know what? I, I look at it this way. I'm not this way with everything in life. Clearly, I'm very inconsistent on this. But on that one, I could see the idea of... Just get more peanut butter later. Like, I know, but I wanted peanut toss, butter this morning. All right, just toss it out. I had a piece of toast and no peanut butter to put on top of it. I had to put margarine on it like an animal. What about a jam? Did you go for like a jam, preserve or a jam? jam? I can't have... You don't do that? I can't have jam or jelly without peanut butter. You don't have that on like a piece of toast? No. I love a couple pieces no. of toast with some strawberry jam. Oh, delicious. It is, I'm sure it is delicious, but Put the I'm, butter just, down I'm, first I'm just going to be for what wishing that I had peanut butter. I, I, I love peanut butter. Fair enough butter. to let you live. Have sex with it. Mm. Jif only. Skippy, kiss my ass. What if uh, you went to the store and all the Jif was... like? Because I did yesterday. I stopped by the store because Melissa said, hey, I had to throw out her peanut butter. Make sure you get some peanut butter on your way home. It was all gone? Yeah. I had to get... Uh, I've never, never seen this, but I guess they've existed and I just didn't pay attention. I bought one of these... Uh, they're like a squeeze bottle mm. where you, like it's it's squeezable peanut butter in a like big I don't even know what's what you the call brand. It. it was Jif, but oh. it wasn't it wasn't affected by this recall. They oh, okay. still had some of that left. I'll go get some of that. Yeah, but it's in like a it's like a it's like a toothpaste tube, but giant. So oh, like man, picture like the size of a ketchup squirt bottle. Squirt that right in my mouth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, they make individual ones too.
you can get those. So you just have one in your pocket, and you're like, I wanted some peanut butter, and you just pop it open and just... <laughs> just had a red light. Yeah, yeah, you just dump it in there. What is that guy doing in there? I, I assume that's all creamy all the time. I don't think you're getting the crunchy version. If I that's don't like thing. Okay, crunchy. What's, Ted, what are, are you a crunchy guy? Yeah, I don't do crunchy either. I'm not a no, crunch. no crunchy. for serial killers. No. Yeah, what are you doing with that? I want you to make Leanna peanut, probably likes I want you to make peanut, peanut butter. butter, but make it only halfway, please. Can you not make all of it the way that it's supposed to be made? You just make half of it. Here's some applesauce, but there's been giant chunks of apple in it. Oh, some seeds and stems, too. Is that what you want? No, I want it smooth. That's why I get peanut butter, is to have smooth peanut butter. The Big Ten getting ready for some changes. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. You know what? I do like crunchy peanut butter. Watch out for stop and go traffic on I-71 northbound between Route 104 and I-70. Traffic is stop and go in that area. Plan about a 15-minute slowdown. You'll also find delays on 71 southbound between 670 and East Broad Street. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Distracted driving is dangerous driving. Ohio Laborers and Lessett are reminding you to never text while driving. No text message is worth being distracted and getting into an accident. Take the safer roads today at OhioLECET.com. Together, we can stop distracted driving. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Off Topic is on brand. This is Man and Bone. Happy Monday. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, yikes, there it is, is coming up at 434, Jason's beef, beef, at 534. Uh, What was I going to say to you? Oh, let's talk money, shall we? Okay. Conan O'Brien, who has retired from the late night game, I thought he had something going with HBO, but I have not seen that come to fruition yet. Okay. He's got his little podcasting empire that he started. Started with one, Conan just talking to people on Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Mm-hmm. And I think he has like 10 or 12 other podcasts now under the umbrella. He recently sold his podcasting company to Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, for the nice and tidy sum of $150 million. Right. Let him live. That's interesting because don't forget, it's not like he sells that to Sirius XM and then they are like, cool. Now, now, now something else has to pay for that. Like they, they will be responsible if that network suddenly doesn't do as well financially. They have to obviously keep all the staff around, that kind of stuff. Like you take on a lot more than just bring, Oh, I got the name to this now. Yay. We can slap it on all of our. Stuff. That's a very interesting acquisition, but that's a lot of money for Conan. He's, he's made a lot of money. Sure enough. Because remember, NBC gave him all that money just to go away. I know. When they gave which, the Tonight Show back to Jay Leno. Again, I felt a little bad for him when all that happened because it did suck. But I'm sure he got over it to some level. Maybe not as completely as you'd like to, but there's a lot of money there that made him at a point 
but he was already there, I guess, where you never have to worry financially about anything ever again. So that takes a little bit off your plate, I would say. Uh, and Michael Vick has decided not to join the fan-controlled football league. We told you on Friday he was coming out of retirement to do the athlete equivalent of porn and play in the fan-controlled football league with Terrell Owens and Johnny Manziel. Michael Vick apparently had enough people call him up and say, dude, you're Michael Vick. What are you doing? And he said, that's right. What am I doing? I, yeah. Did he ever officially say, yes, I'm in and I can't wait to do it. And then this is a recant or did he just, that was reported well, where did it, that he where was, did it come from? I don't know. Apparently there was some interest. You're right. But it was out there at least enough for people to write the reports and say, this was going to happen. And then uh, thankfully for him and for all parties involved, everyone came to their senses or at least he did and said, no, nah, never mind. I don't, <laughs> I don't belong in this league with a bunch of also ran Johnny Manziel types. Uh, I saw this yesterday. Every Big Ten schools, 2023, 2024, and 2025, conference football games have been erased from their schedules. So if you go on Ohio State Buckeyes right now, you will not see future schedules with Big Ten opponents on it. Mm. Uh, what does this mean? This means that Ohio State's scrapping divisions, or at least they're going to be reconfiguring what those divisions look like. The Big Ten. You said Ohio State, but I knew it. Yes, yeah. the Big Ten. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, we knew this was coming. The Pac-12 has chosen to done to do this. The ACC is going to be doing this. The Big 12 clearly will be doing it. The lone holdout right now is the SEC, but I'm sure they'll go along with it too. Where instead of taking the two division champions for a championship game, they will take the two best teams. Yeah, because I think all these conferences are feeling the pressure from their media partners who are saying, look, we spend a lot of money on you guys. We, we broadcast these championship games, pay a lot of money specifically for the rights to that. And then the game you give us oftentimes is Ohio State versus Northwestern. Yeah, they don't they don't want to see cool. Ohio State Northwestern on a technicality. They want to see right. Ohio State and whoever the second best team is. And if that's Michigan two weeks in a row, then that's the way it's going to be. Well, we I'm I'm pretty sure we've had this right where we've had like Ohio State uh, when they missed out. God, I'm probably making that up now, but I, I want to say there's been a year where Ohio State didn't get to go because they like they lost to Penn State or something, and Penn State got in by the tiebreaker of beating Ohio State, rightfully so. But did they play like Iowa or somebody that year? I feel like there was something along those lines that occurred where we never got to see even Ohio State play the other team from the West because they didn't make it into that game. It would be something to see like Ohio State and Penn State if they're the two best teams and they were tied up or Ohio State and Michigan again, which I know is the thing that could come up. But you're going to then have the chance to see the two best teams go back again and play if needed regardless of if they're in the same division or not, and I think that's fantastic. I was thinking about this this weekend, and I'm not saying that it's the right way to go. I just think it's it would be interesting. I'm sure Gene Smith would come out and say, this puts players in danger, and we can't do it, and we have to play all these games at the Hoosier Dome, but what if that championship weekend wasn't just one game? What if all the teams were paired up? What if one versus two played in Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship, but, oh, then, then, but then three versus four played. Yeah, well, they, they kind of did something like that pandemic season, I want to say 2020, they right? Where they, they had they took the top two from each division, and then they said, and two and two are going to play, three and three are going to play, four and four, just yeah. because everybody had missed Why so many games. Why can't you do that every single year? And you know what? If you're watching, if, let's say it's a tight race in the Big Ten. And let's say that Big Ten championship game, the one versus two, you're watching that game, and yes, they're the best teams, but they didn't wow you. But three and four go out there, 
Yeah. And maybe they just missed out on that Big Ten championship game. And they go out there and they play a hell of a game. Yeah, you could have a situation where that third best team might be ranked 10th in the country. Because you just saw it. Yeah, they, well, they, saying, weren't, they, they weren't might sitting be, at home. Yeah, I'm saying that third best team in the Big Ten might be 10th going into that game. And then if they blow out number four, right, that might help them. And if the if the championship game is close and it's bad, that might help that third team say, hey, we've got to, we should be in this. You should be considering us. We're as good as anyone right now. Well, let's, let's for example, let's say that a situation occurs where Ohio State misses out on the Big Ten championship game, but they're the third best team in the Big Ten. And whoever they play, let's say it's, it's uh, Wisconsin. Sure. For the fourth best team in the Big Ten. And they have one of those performances where it's 59 to nothing. Yeah. Well, they, that, right. That would, I think, give a lot of people a pause. Well, to you're say, not sitting on your couch. Right. You're not sitting on your couch spewing your resume at everybody, hoping they'll look at you for a playoff spot. You're out there on the field proving it. Plus, these are more games that the Big Ten can go sell to TV. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a good point. Here's the only downside that I see as an Ohio State fan. And again, I am as an Ohio State fan who does not want to see this matchup happen all the time. You could have situations where Ohio I don't think it's likely. You could have a situation, though, where Ohio State and Michigan are the third and fourth best team. And then you have Ohio State-Michigan game happens. And then this third and fourth game happens. And it puts those two. That's a very specific and not likely to happen very often situation. But in the years that that did happen, that would be really cheapening that game, right? Because then it's like, oh, we're playing this, but for we just played it. We played the game, and now we're going to play this also ran quasi the game part two. I guess I don't know. I mean that that I'm 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 speaking to a problem that I'm guessing most people would probably still say cool anyway. I'd like to see that game again, and probably it won't happen once, but every ten or fifteen years and. That's that's probably okay. And they're signing up these new media partners, which of course will pay them a boatload of money. But you know, wouldn't you love to go? Let's let's say CBS is involved in this, and it's like, hey, you know, Big Ten championship game. Of course, that's going to be on Fox, right? But we've got all these other games. We'll put them on Paramount Plus. Sure, you want to watch your team play one more game? You get to go and subscribe to this channel. That's not a bad idea. I wonder if they'll get to that point and do that. Because I'm guessing you're right. There will be a desire by these media companies to say, how many of your games can we put on our streaming service? And then the conferences will probably say, not all of them. We need you to keep a lot of these on broadcast TV. And then that will be that back and forth of, all right, well, where can you create more inventory for us? Where can you give us more games that we can put on our streaming services? And maybe that's a way they go and do it. Well, now let's go to completely fictional land. Because I was just thinking how we can have some incentive on this. Because it used to be this way in F1. I don't know if they still do it this way. But the better the team finishes, the more money that they get. Hmm. Right. So maybe it's like, well, what's our incentive? If we're the sixth and seventh best team and we're playing each other on championship weekend, well, how about an extra $10 million in in well, money for the school? How about, Your how media about, rights go up by $10 million depending on how well you finish. Or how about to that to that point, how about there's a percentage basis on... Here's the pot available for football, right? Every team's guaranteed whatever, $60 million, whatever they're getting now. But that leaves $25 million available for the rest of the conference. The team that finishes number one is going to get 10, like you said, 10 million of that. And then it's number two, you get 8 million and three and on down the road. But maybe there is something built into that where the players get a cut of the bonus, right? What if there's a way that the, they say, look, this is not coming from the school. This is performance-based. 
from our media partner. It's not technically from the school. This media partnership money, is there any rule saying that Fox can't or or Paramount or whoever can't go out and say, I want you to endorse Paramount Plus or whatever? Like Gene's talking about it all the time. They can make their own rules. They can. Like they're what Give the players even an incentive to say, hey, if you win this championship, yes, the championship's great, but you also are all going to get a cut of this prize money. Maybe it's an extra, I don't know, 30, 40 grand, whatever it ends up being. I know that rubs some people the wrong way, but you're trying to be competitive in today's marketplace and you're trying to incentivize players to not say, oh, our season's over. Yeah, we're well, out. We've See seen you later. How many guys have we seen choose not to participate in bowl games? Right. And I don't blame them for that. They're looking towards their business. They're they're looking to the bottom line and they're saying it's not worth it for me going out there and hurt, hurting myself in a game that's not for the national championship. But if there was $30,000 on the line, yeah, would they right. skip it? That's a good I question. I don't know. I don't know it's, the a great, it's a very good question, right? I think there's a lot to that. I think that's a very interesting idea. Are the NFL owners getting ready to eat one of their own? Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for an accident blocking the two left lanes of Route 315 southbound at 5th Avenue. Traffic is bumper to bumper from Lane Avenue in this area. Please be very careful as things get cleaned up. About a 20-minute slowdown is expected in the meantime. Traffic report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples offers the latest laptops and networking solutions for working from home, in office, or both. Right now, save up to $260 on select PCs. In-store only. Offer ends in the 28th. Limit two. While supplies last. Latest tech solutions at Staples, the working and learning store. Only NRA with fan traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Today's special value is three hours of stupid. You're listening to Common Man and T-Bone. The segment that's not a segment, yikes, is coming up at 434. Jason's Beef at 534. I was reading a story today saying the NFL owners are figuring out if they want to require Dan Snyder to get out of their club and sell the Washington Commanders. He, of course, has uh, disgraced himself in the league, but it takes a special scumbag for them to say, now get out of our club. But I think Dan Snyder is that scumbag, and I think they'll eventually vote him out. Did you see what the Washington Commanders are apparently doing today? Yeah, they, they've, they've made a purchase. They have purchased $100 million worth of land in Virginia to presumably build a new stadium. Um, it wouldn't, of course, just be a stadium. No, we can't have that. We have to have like a... $12 billion complex with apartments and retail shopping and movie theaters. We can't just build a stadium. That's on the outs. Now what they want to build is a 60,000 seat. Remember when there was that big waiting list for commander's yeah, tickets? Yeah, right. Well, that's that's been long since Where It's debunked. like, oh, we would have a season ticket base of 110,000 people if we could. Now they want to build a 60,000 seat domed stadium. 
because everything has to be domed now. Because all these teams think we're getting the Super Bowl every single year. We're getting the Final Four every single year. We need domes. We need to use it all year round. I wonder, 20 years from now, are we going to look at all of these domed monstrosities, which I'm sure they're going to build to attract all these other things that have nothing to do with the principal product? Are we going to look at that the same way we looked at the multi-purpose stadiums in the 80s and 90s? These concrete jungles where we said, what were we thinking doing this? Well, I think a lot of these sports teams, to your point, they've figured something out here, which is don't build Camden Yards. Like The reason that Camden is so nice there for the Orioles is you could theoretically, when you first saw that park open, say, am I in 1994 or 1894? Yes. Or 1934 or 1964. That's why I love it to this day. Right. But that means the timeless design of it kind of makes it look like it could stick around forever. That's not really what these owners want. They want to build something that's very time-specific and burns your eyeballs. Not that I think all these stadiums are ugly, right? But you think that Viking stadium with the giant glass facade everywhere, all which way, you think 20 years from now that's going to look current and modern or it's going to look dated and we need to change? Probably dated and we need to change. And eventually that's going to be a thing. If attendance wanes, if that area is no longer desirable, you will see teams like the Vikings say, hey, man, what do you expect? We can't get people to come out to this crappy piece of crap. Let's go somewhere else. And then they'll ask for another stadium is, I'm guessing, the thought. They don't want to build. I don't think they want to build timeless anymore. They want to build things that look great now, attract a lot of hype and heat right off the bat. There's no way the Rams' new stadium is going to, that SoFi, that's not going to look current 20 years from now. I don't know what will look current, but it ain't going to be that. They didn't build that to be timeless. They built it to be very now and then very much torn down in 20 to 30 years because they're going to build the next one. Isn't that stupid? I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 guessing mean, that's, I'm guessing they'd rather that, don't you think, Stan Kroenke would rather have that than have Camden Yards, right. where it's like, you don't need this for 40, 50 years, you don't need to touch it. You're right. But I, I'm one of these guys, I, I love the intangibles of football. You know, I like that this is a game that can be played in all kinds of different weather. And cold, rain, snow, both teams have to go out there and deal with the elements. I know there are certain people out there that, you know, we've heard about it. We, we've heard... You know, we've heard Gene come out and talk about playing a playoff game in the Hoosier Dome. And then fans have come out and said, yeah, I want that too, because then you'll know it's all about the game and not about the extras. You strip the extras away from football. To me, it's not as fun. You are going to have dome stadiums when it's all said and done in Denver. You're going to have a dome stadium in Tennessee. You're going to have a dome stadium in Washington. The Bears will probably build a dome stadium when they move out to the suburbs, when they go to Arlington Heights. You are going to sterilize this entire damn league because all of these owners, it's not about the purity of the game of football. All these owners want to make sure they can get Billy Joel in there in December. That's all they care about. Yeah, they don't care about making something that, preserves what the game is. No, you're, you're going to strip all the fun away from the actual football product. Well, and I know that I keep bringing up baseball stadiums to talk about football stadium issues, right? But look at... I, I'm with you that I think... Because I used to be the person that said, play these championship games in domes only, Super Bowl, dome only, because... The rain, if you get a rainy thing, that sucks that you ruin the Super Bowl and the team that's better in the rain is going to win. But at the end of the day, playing football is playing football, and that is part of the game. There's, there is supposed to be wind on your field goals occasionally. There is supposed to be some 
cold weather that you have to deal with, some hot weather you have to deal with, some wet weather you have to deal with, and occasionally some other just random stuff that happens throughout the game that you didn't anticipate. That's the beauty of football is you're supposed to tough it out and find a way no matter what is thrown at you. And that's how we hopefully determine the best team. You know what amazes me though, Bone? And we've talked about this, how you and I don't like the Elam ending because it's gimmicky. Yeah, It's forced drama. But on one hand, all we want to do is shove drama down your throat with gimmicky stuff like the Elam ending. But we want to take drama out of the atmosphere of the game by making it 72 degrees and zero wind well, every single game. But I think you I think you hit the nail on the head. You're right. The owner's first priority is not let me build a stadium experience that creates the ultimate football experience for our for for our team and for people watching and for fans. They want no, I want to make sure that the people who are going to buy the corporate luxury boxes and the people who are going to spend the most money are going to get their Billy Joel concert. They're going to get the Final Four once every so often. They're going to get a Super Bowl. They're going to get all this other stuff because if I don't if I don't ensure that, I'm not going to get the richest people in this metro area to buy tickets to this thing. If I build a kind of more stripped down, just football, polo grounds, cold weather type building, then I'm going to build that and people are going to say, yeah, why do I want to go to that? It's cold and windy and gross. Call me when it's nice and climate controlled to watch this football game. And I think that's where we've gotten it wrong. They're not trying to make the best viewing experience for football. They're trying to make the best experience for the people sitting in the warm, climate-controlled seats anyway. But at what point, though? At what point, when you continue to make these places just like your house, do you stop going? Sure. Well, for some people, that'll be never because they like to be seen. But there, yes, especially when you price out the average fans who tend to be your more diehard people, that is when you're going to have trouble. This has been pointed out too with this this stadium where they've. If this is truly what the commanders are doing in Washington, if they are buying this Dumfries land, it's a hundred million dollars worth of land. So you'd have to think they're doing this for something other. They're 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 if they're not buying it for a stadium, I don't know what else they'd be buying it for. Well, some people are saying they may just develop the land and not put Maybe. a stadium on Fair there. Enough. But it doesn't seem likely. Okay, this uh, this particular plot of land sits about forty seven minutes driving down ninety five. From the Capitol. So not that everyone in D.C. lives around the Capitol, but a large portion of people probably live within five to ten miles of the Capitol. And then if they live on the other side, not the south side of the town, instead of the north side, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to have to drive upwards of an hour to get to this stadium from where they used to be able to drive well, kind of more to central you. D.C. This is the same conversation that the Bears are going to have when they move to the northwest suburbs in Arlington Heights. They've identified their fan base. They say, well, most of our fan base is from the northwest suburbs anyway. So they welcome this. And I'm sure the commanders have said most of our fans are in suburban Virginia. So they welcome this. Yeah, Yeah, but you're also ignoring other large groups of your fans. Yeah, it is almost like they're doing a thing that we've seen not go well for teams where they say, ah, we don't need anybody else's. We just got this one group of fans. That's cool. Yeah, but what when? What about when that part of the area decides, oh, yeah, no more do we care about football or we just it's not fashionable to live there anymore. We're moving. You know, population shift does occur. I'm, I'm just I, I don't know why these teams insist on doing the dumbest things possible to build their stadiums. And yeah, I know they'll they'll this will work initially because it'll be shiny and nice. But when they're complaining about it 10, 15 years down the road saying we can't we can't make this work well, anymore. Then they'll blow it up and do it again. I know. You're right. Then that's I guess that comes that's back exactly to exactly what they want, just like you said. 
Yikes is coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Still watching a serious accident blocking the left lane of Route 315 southbound at 5th Avenue. Traffic is stop and go in this area. ODOT crews are now on scene trying to get things cleaned up, but please be very careful over here. In the meantime, a 20-minute slowdown is expected. This traffic report is sponsored by Ace Hardware West Jefferson. Looking for a long-term career? Ace Hardware is now hiring. We're recruiting for warehouse positions at our West Jefferson Distribution Center. We offer great paying benefits up to $19.50 per hour. Apply now at acehardware.com. Only an array with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the care creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The best way to kill time between Leanna Ray's traffic reports. You're listening to Man and Bone. Hey, Bone. Hey, man. We have a prize to give away, and we're going to do it on Twitter today. So you can tweet us at Man and Bone 971 if you'd like tickets to see Philly shortstop Gene Segura live <laughs> at the Palace Theater on Sunday, May 29th. Tom Segura, who is a much bigger star than whoever you just mentioned. It doesn't matter what your name is. Thank you. Get tickets now at cbusarts.com. Gene Segura is known for working blue. So, got a lot of stick and ball jokes. I like Tom Segura. If I were going to be in town that day, I would be going to watch that, but I'm not going to be here. Oh. Where are you going? A little thing called the Indy 500. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 All right. Uh, tweet us at Man and Bone nine seven one if you'd like to see Gene Segura. Rapid fire. Rapid, rapid fire. Sponsored by Custom Air. Custom Air. Custom Solutions. Custom Comfort. Yikes. Not, it's not rapid fire. <laughs> Yikes! Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. I, going, Stupid. I, I didn't recall this being rapid fire. I was panicking over here. Halfway through that. Like, all right. Teddy has to come up with the rapid fires every week, and so he's the one sitting there going, oh, man, I don't have any questions for you. I don't know what. Mm. Uh, what day is today? Monday. <laughs> rapid fire. True or false? Yikes. Are you ready? <laughs> yeah. The Tennessee Titans want a new stadium, but they'll tell you it's not that they want it. They need it. They say if they stay at Nissan Stadium, it'll need $1.2 billion to renovate and another $900 million in upgrades in order to remain relevant through 2039. But if they build new, it'll cost just as much. Let's just do that. If a place that opened 20 years ago needs more than $2 billion in upgrades to stay relevant for the next 17 years, I hope you're currently suing the construction company who built it. I've never heard of anything so ridiculous. Well, except for this. They want a record $1.5 billion in public money to fund their new place. $1.5 billion. Yikes. Uh, the FAA has suspended the licenses of a couple of Daredevil pilots, Luke Akins and Andy Farrington, who on April 24th tried to jump out of separate planes into each other's planes while wearing parachutes in an attempt to land the planes while doing a mid-air pilot swap. Uh, the FAA said in a statement, the attempted stunt resulted in the crash of one of the two single-engine Cessna 182 aircraft. 
Now, before you say, why would they go and do that? Well, this was an event that was sponsored by an energy drink. I won't give them any press for that. Uh, this was built as a world first. It was also live streamed on Hulu, among other places. Uh, one of the pilots did make it into the other aircraft, but the second plane, unfortunately, spiraled out of control and crashed oh, in no. Eloy, Arizona, named after the cruise goalkeeper who sucks this year, Eloy Room. Anyway, the plane crashed in an area that was uninhabited and no one was hurt, but the FAA said, you're not allowed to do that, so you're all suspended for your pilot licenses for one year? That's it? Permanent ban. Come on. Yikes. Harrison Ford has no problem with that. <laughs> I have no problem with that. How you doing, Harrison Ford? Here. I'm going to uh, jump out of this plane and jump into something. Emergency, emergency. <laughs> Crashing the plane now. All right. Justin Thomas, he was seven shots back of the leader when he started his final round at the PGA Championship yesterday. He was eight shots back after his first eight holes. However, he would play his final 10 holes and four under to win the championship. It's the third largest comeback in any major. Jack Burke Jr. came back from eight back to win the Masters in 1956. We all remember that. Paul Lowry, he came back from 10 back to win the 1999 Open. That was the famous Jean Vandeveld collapse. Mm, oh, we all remember that. That's bad. Yikes. Saw this on Twitter today. A list of the last time each NFL team won a playoff game. Every team except for seven has won a playoff game since 2015. Here are those seven losers. The Giants last won a playoff game in 2011. Yikes. The Bears and Jets last did it in 2010. Yikes. The Commanders were back in 2005. Yikes. The Raiders haven't won a playoff game since 2002. Yikes. The Dolphins' playoff drought is old enough to drink. They last did it in 2000. But my friends, allow me to remind you that the Detroit Lions have not won a playoff game since 1991. Yikes. And the time before that? 1957. Oh, God. Yikes. They've won two playoff games since the 1957. 50s? Jeez. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Uh, Sebastian Vettel, four-time F1 champion, was in Barcelona after the Spanish Grand Prix on Monday as he was leaving his Aston Martin. He was driving this Aston Martin. It's presumably his. When a thief grabbed his bag from out of the car and took off running. Uh, apparently, local authorities say Vettel used the GPS tracking on his iPods to follow the thief, which he did for a while, from his scooter. Mm. The thieves were smart, though, and they tossed the AirPods out while they were running away with the bag, so he was unable to track them down further. My yikes is the idea that you jump out of a perfectly good Aston Martin to hop on apparently a Vespa to chase the thieves around? Like, no good. Stay in the race car, or at least the souped-up V12 engine car, and catch these guys, Sebastian Vettel. Maybe next time. Yikes. The Miami Heat lead their series against the Celtics two games to one. The Heat have won just two quarters in the series, though. The third of game one and the first of game three. They won those two quarters by a combined 46 points. Yikes. Miami is the first team in NBA postseason history to win just two quarters in the first three games and have a series lead. Yikes. Oh, it must be nice to get a football team and lots of money from daddy. Colts owner, owner Jim Ursay is a collector of fine guitars, music memorabilia, and dead prostitutes. He added to his collection over the weekend by purchasing the guitar Kurt Cobain played in the Smells Like Teen Spirit video. The blue and white 1969 Fender left-handed model has been with the family the whole time, so it's the real deal. 
Jim Irsay paid $4.55 million. Yikes. That is not a record, though, even for a Cobain guitar. The acoustic guitar he played during the 1993 MTV Unplugged performance sold in 2024, $6 million. Let him live and yikes. Uh, Russia banned a bunch of people today from entering the country. They say permanently. We'll see about that. Included on the list are a bunch of politicians, people you would expect. Others were also on this list famous for speaking out against Russia, like Morgan Freeman. He made the list and he was trending because of it on Twitter today. I found it odd. Three senators were included on this list. Harry Reid, Orrin Hatch, and John McCain. Even though all three of them are currently dead. (laughs) I say currently because (laughs) perhaps Russia has developed some secret technology where they know how to bring back the dead. And this is their way of telling the world. I don't know. Either way, that's a scary thought. Yikes. You can't come in in here, John McCain. He can't respond because he's dead. But thanks for playing, Bootsy. Come on. They didn't die on Russian state TV, though. <laughs> the, the Russians so still they think they're alive. Yes, you're only, you're only dead unless it's verified on Russian state TV. Good call. All right. My guy, Mito Pereira. He's the third player over the last 20 years to double bogey the final hole in a major and finish just one shot out of the playoff Yikes. At the 2006 U.S. Open, both Phil Mickelson and Colin Montgomery, they doubled the final hole to finish one shot behind winner Jeff Ogilvie. Yikes. How's Gene Segura doing? <laughs> Tom Segura. Gene Sarazen? Who? The, the Squire, Gene Sarazen. Hmm? What? He's a golfer. Oh, oh, I have no idea. Very confused. Well, but everybody got the Gene Segura reference, so I'm glad you did no, that. Nobody, nobody <laughs> got that's it. Right. Nobody got Thank it. God. Jason Stark got it. Sure. He would get it. That's right. All right. Rapid fire next, Teddy? Yeah. Let's do sure, that. Let's double not? it up. Let's do it. Uh, someone else has entered the SEC football coach hillbilly fight. I'll tell you who coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle causing delays on I-70 eastbound after James Road. It is blocking the right lane, causing some backups in that area. Plan about a 10 to 15 minute slowdown as things get cleaned up. Traffic report is sponsored by Fresh Dye Market. Get real about flavor and freshness at your local Fresh Dye Market. This week's save on certified Angus beef bone and New York strip steak, just $6.99 a pound, now through May 24th. Get real. I'm Leanna Ray with fan traffic. Oh, hello! I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Let me ask you a question. Okay. Because I'm just a simple caveman. I don't know how things work. This Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial, there are murder trials that don't last as long as this. Right? This is still going on. How much testimony do you need to hear? 
about this Amber Heard liked this guy and Johnny Depp had a hot Carl in the bed one night. How many of these things do you need to hear? I'm trying to even like, here's my problem with it is I have seen so many people posting things about I am team Amber or I'm uh, team Depp. Why are you team anybody? Right. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know the, the problem is I don't even know the full situation to know how we got here. I just know that people have picked sides, but I have not kept up with any amount of this trial because at the end of the day, I look at it as this is a situation between two people that sounds pretty horrible. One way or the other, I don't know who to believe. They both from, sound horrible. Right. They're both horrible people. How about like how about the celebrities that are doing this and then having this public facing trial of whatever, whoever trying to prove their who's right, who's wrong? Like, I don't know why we all have to opt into that to care. Why don't we all just ignore it? Not that it's not ignore the issues in society that may have led to if there was some type of abuse or something. Not that. But why this specific trial? Because as opposed to like to all the sides. millions of others there are out there. If you want to go look into trials of people doing things that are bad or good or whatever, like I'm just saying, I don't know why this one we have to just be so gravitating to like, well, I like Johnny Depp in those pirate movies. Right. So it's, it's innocent. It's always that. I liked him as a pirate. So he could never do anything like that. It was the same people who were lying in the streets when Michael Jackson was accused of molesting a child. Did he really? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. But there were people that didn't even care about any evidence. They were just out there saying, he sings my favorite song. He couldn't have done this. Imagine you saying that. You don't know that, anything. Right. Imagine saying that to, I, I don't know, travel, go up to like a person that you find to be very important, whether that's like maybe an old grandparent of some kind maybe it's just a, a iconic figure in history that you look up to i don't know whatever you, whoever you are whatever you look up to and go to that person and be like hey i am fully wrapped up in this particular thing going on in society because i watched a pirate movie once and the man who played the pirate i like him and so now i've dedicated like the last six weeks of my life to paying attention to pirate man's weird relationship he trial me man when he buries that amulet in the sand in that perfume commercial, right? he felt me. Right. I'm not saying, it sounds like something horrible went on either way. No, I just no. don't know why we all care. He looks like he smells anyway. He should go to jail forever. Because <laughs> he smelly. looks like he smells. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Hey, another, Is another that your hillbilly. Way you're on Team Amber. I'm on I got Team it. Amber. Yeah, I got That's it. That's right. Yeah. Another hillbilly has entered the fray. So Nick Saban and Jimbo Fisher got into it last week, and now Steve Spurrier is in it. He had a kid go down there and punch the kid, started a melee. He said he doesn't understand why uh, everybody's mad at Jimbo. Says, what? I don't know why. I'm sorry. No, he doesn't know why everybody's mad at Saban. Right? Mad at Saban, right. Yeah. He says, I don't know why he's mad at Saban. Did Saban say something that wasn't true? Uh, he said, I don't think Saban told any lies in there, so I don't know what Jimbo's mad about. Since Jimbo beat him last year, I guess he can talk now. He hasn't beat much of anybody, but he beat Saban last year. But they haven't won the division or anything else since he's been there. Did Saban say something that wasn't true? Yeah, um, I, I liked in the article they pointed out that Steve Spurrier won the Nick Saban Coach of Excellence Award or something like that, apparently this past year, or some Lifetime Achievement Award that's named after Nick Saban. That's got to be quite the burn, right? To like all these other coaches. It's like, yeah, you're going to get a award named after a guy who's still coaching. Like well, he is the best. I know he's the best, but I'm just saying like that's got to be weird. Either way, Spurrier throwing his his I don't know, his voice into this thing is 
typical Steve Spurrier, right? I got to insert myself into a situation where I don't need to be in there. I got to let people know how I feel. No one, I, well, I don't know. People certainly care. I have, I have ceased caring on that. I think it's way more interesting here from the coaches who are actually still coaching. Can you imagine what was going on behind the scenes back in the day with Spurrier? Oh my God. It would, and, it would make you blush well, just thinking about some of the things he would do. considering he was dealing with Florida State when they were still Florida State. Yeah. He was dealing with Miami. When they were Miami. When they, when they were still Miami. Mm-hmm. And even with all of that, he managed to win SEC Coach of the Year. Now, I know I'm talking about two ACC schools, but you get it for no, recruiting no, no, purposes. He was, that, he was that good of a coach that his teams were dominant in that conference. He managed to win the SEC six times. And he was coach of the year seven times. Not a surprise. I mean, it, but can it, you imagine the money that was changing hands down there? Oh, I have no doubt in my mind that this stuff was happening at a high level. I guess, like, if anything, I think now what we're finding out is that a lot of people like to do things behind the scenes. They do not like this stuff to be aired out in public. But what we're talking about is paying people to do work for you. <laughs> like, it's so weird that all these coaches are like, oh man, I can't believe they told the deal on that. It's like, you mean paying guys who work for you? Like, what are we talking about? Any other business, that would be totally okay. College football, it's like, how dare they pop the lid on this one? Like, I don't know why you're so ashamed of that. Just admit you're paying to get players to come to play for you. And that's how it's always kind of worked, just behind closed doors. The Browns are bringing back to Davion Clowney on a one-year deal worth up to $11 million. So I don't know what the hell that means. but Well, probably incentives. I don't well, know yes, I know that, is. but I don't know what the incentives are. Okay. But assuming he's awesome, he'll make yeah. $11 million. Right. I'm glad that he's back with the Browns. I wanted to see that happen. I don't think he's a bad player, so I'm, I'm cool with that. And the crew lose 2 nothing to LAFC oh, after a long this. weather delay on Saturday. There were a lot of issues with all that, but just to stick to the ones on the field for a second... This team's bad, Bone. This team's bad, and then they cannot withstand things like you had not one but two goals called off the board when your guys were offside. Rightfully so, called back, but still goals that were scored that were that that did not count because you were offside. You had Darlington Nagby, who I love and think is one of the best players on this team still, but he had a horror show of a game. He had not one but two plays where he pretty much gave the ball up in a dangerous spot. Uh, it, not good at all and led to directly to two goals. That's not typical of him. But this team cannot withstand like one of your best players having a couple mistakes. Like I know most teams can't withstand that, but this team just does not have the firepower to keep up with what MLS is right now. National writers who, who have been looking at this team and looking around the league. I read Matthew Doyle, who writes a column for MLSsoccer.com every week. And he basically said what I think is pretty obvious to group fans. This team is obvious and slow. They do things tactically. Everyone knows what they do. They are not quick about doing it. They are very deliberate if you want to be positive about it. That is all on coaching. These players are able to play at different speeds and different levels and do different things. They are asked to do one thing that the entire league is awake to and knows what you're going to do. And they wait around and let you do it for three quarters of the field. When you get to the final last little bit of the field, suddenly the defenses all look great. Why is that? Because they know what you're doing because your coach keeps doing the same thing over and over and over and expects different results. And I don't know when the crew brass are going to wake up and say, this is not acceptable. But you have a team right now that is getting some of the highest attendance numbers they've ever had 
at a crew season this far into the season. And now summer's coming. There's going to be more people coming out to watch what? This crap? I don't. I hope not. I hope they make some changes soon because it's going to be too late. It's going to be another season lost if they don't do something. And you want to slap Caleb Porter right in the face. I don't want to slap him in the face. I'll buy him a plane ticket, though. <laughs> Take me over to Expedia.com. I'll get you hooked up. Let's we'll get guy, you out of here. This is not my kind of guy. If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good afternoon. Watch out for a disabled vehicle causing some heavy backups on I-70 eastbound after James Road. It is blocking the right lane. Traffic is bumper to bumper in this area and still continues to build. Caution is advised. This traffic report is sponsored by Safe Auto Insurance. Safe Auto Insurance offers low down payments and flexible payment options to help their customers stay legal on the road for less. Play it safe with Safe Auto. Give us a call at 1-800-SAFE-AUTO or visit them online for your fast and free quote today. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Barely famous, incredibly stupid. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Jason's beef is coming up at 534. Paul Keel's just talking about it in the Sports Center. The uh, Florida Panthers could go golfing tonight. The Lightning have a chance to sweep them out, and they probably will. Mm. They have just been running circles around them. Panthers, of course, won the President's Trophy, and it looks like that doesn't matter. Well, no, I mean, it doesn't. All We all know that, right? I mean, we, we saw it with Jackets against Tampa Bay a few years ago. It does not matter if you are the first seed or the eighth seed. If you are the team that is playing the best at that moment, you can knock out anyone. And not that Tampa's any... Not that Tampa's, like, so far down that this is shocking. No, we asked... Clearly, uh, they've got all the talent to do it. We asked Rimmer last couple weeks of the season. If you're picking one team to win the cup, who's it going to be? And he said Tampa. Right? That's a good call by him. But, yeah, it's uh, that's pretty stunning to see if it does go down that the Panthers get swept out. That would be a pretty shocking way to uh, to exit this playoffs. Uh, what do I have? Oh, Dick Masher Ford fan poll. What's your favorite kickoff time for college football games? Noon, 3.30, 7.30, or 8. Do we need two selections for night? It's like, man, that half hour. <laughs> I hate 7.30, but I love 8. Well, I mean, I would take 7.30 over 8 because it means okay. a half hour earlier, hopefully, fine. to end. But You yeah. know my answer. That's fine. I'm sure it's losing the poll. I'm saying I love it. noon. Noon is good for noon me. Noon every single week for me. I love waking up knowing the game is not far away. Get your tailgating started, and then you're done by 3.30. You can enjoy the rest of the games with no pressure. Let me, let me just, for those of you, I want to make the case for those who are staunchly in the night games are the best. I don't care. Night games are the best. Teddy, what's the result of this poll? Yeah, I'm guessing night games winning by like... Me too. Or 3.30. Anyway, go ahead. One make of those the case. Two. I would just say that what's a better day for you? Sit around all day either at a tailgate, which is a lot of fun, or preparing and having a big party and having a lot of people over your house. And by 8 o'clock, if you've managed to like pace yourself, you might be able to like enjoy the 
actual game, although other you'll be a bundle of nerves. And if it doesn't work out, then it's midnight. You've had all this stuff going on all day. And now you're like amped up because your team lost or you're fired up because they won, whatever. I always have a tough time sleeping out of those night games. It always makes me want to just like be up till three o'clock in the morning. Absolutely. Or you get up early, you get to your tailgate, you have your people over to watch. Noon comes, perfect amount of time to socialize, get some drinks in, have some fun, watch your game at noon. Four o'clock, it's over, and it's hopefully a good result. I had I have had so many good memories of after a game going to a bar restaurant somewhere to grab dinner. And everyone in the place is wearing Ohio State stuff. We're all having our nice meals. We're all enjoying ourselves. And then you get home and you can still watch another game and enjoy the rest of your evening. It's not like the whole day you're just laser focused on this one thing. You actually get to like have a day. I, I'd much rather take the noon game over that laser focus for 18 hours waiting for a kickoff. Teddy, what's the result? The uh, 3.30 time is the leader with 46%. Really? Noon is at 30%. 7.30 got 16%, and 8 o'clock bringing up the rear at 7. Let me tell you something. Oh, good for I've the got, people. i got a lot of respect good for, for, the, for people. the people. I thought for sure that it would be the two night times running away with things. I've got a lot of Excellent. respect for you people. Yeah. And I'll tell you, as someone growing up in Central Time, there's only one thing better than a noon kick, and that's an 11 a.m. kick. <laughs> Let's go. I mean, I would take the West Coast 9 a.m., but I, I understand what you're saying. Rundown. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Justin Thomas wins the PGA Championship. Tiger had to withdraw. Uh, Cooch was not any good. What else am I missing? Uh, you had the meltdown from... What's the guy's name that had the meltdown? Mito from? Pereira. Mito uh, Pereira, that's guy. right. On 18, yeah. He was... I mean, the guy had a putt on 17 that rolled... If it rolls yeah. one more revolution of the ball... He would have had a two-shot lead going into that final hole. And then, who knows? Maybe he doesn't swing like he's Babe Ruth and every other power hitter in Major League Baseball history and just come out of his shoes trying to hit that ball. And then had a terrible swing off the tee box at 18. Ball finds a little creak and then lost the whole thing right there on the final hole after doing something that no one expected him to be in that position. One hole of golf left. He did everything else right and had one more left to do, and he completely flubbed it. I feel bad for that guy, but... Uh, what a piece of crap. Yeah, that's right. He's a loser. I don't feel sorry Sucks for to be him. Piece of garbage. That's it. Ohio State has fired baseball coach Bob Todd today. He is <laughs> Not Bob Todd. It's Greg Beals. Him too. Greg Beals has been on the job for how long? Like 12 years? I have never yes. called him by his actual name. He's always been Bob Todd. Well, I'm sorry to see Jeff Bowles leaving. That's really sad for him. Baseball coach oh, he, Jeff Bowles. Him too. No. I like how they trotted out the SID to announce the firing today. Gene couldn't wake up for this one. No. Gene was like, that's not my call, man. That's the. <laughs> I'm talking about like the Hoosier Dome every 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Firing the baseball coach. Hey, yeah. Man. Let's get this my guy. secretary to go do it. <laughs> hey, Gene was busy today. Um, He's really done everything he needed to do except win games. That that's statement, the, that that's was a great. That's, a, that's not a ringing endorsement. He's done everything you want out of a baseball coach other than win baseball games. Maybe to the Gene level was we flying the plane last weekend. Could have been. What do you mean what, flying the plane? They had a plane with a banner. Oh, that's it. right. I forgot. That yes. said fire Bob Todd. That's right. Yeah. Slash I, Greg Beals. Maybe that's maybe he said conflict of interest. 
I own that plane, and I didn't want to insert now myself. I'm, just, I'm picturing Gene Smith in big aviator <laughs> goggles and one of those scarves like Snoopy. Well, and then I picture, too, because <laughs> this is not just a Gene thing, but this is like every athletic director ever. He's on with flight control, and they're like, can you uh, tell us what your altitude is? And he's like, well, first of all, in terms of altitude, we've never been better altitude is fantastic we're really proud of how our altitude program has come along and like please tell us your altitude now sir if you don't mind and he's just on there as a pilot not giving the info because he's an ad and then you just have to talk in circles the plane on the wing just says who's your dome <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's going to be flying that in like the first november game that hits below 20 degrees he'll be flying the plane saying we should be playing this in indianapolis all right so r.i.p bob todd greg beals Buckeye Hoops will take on North Carolina in the CBS Sports Classic on December 17th at Madison Square Garden. I am I am not optimistic about that I game. Am. Okay, good. Take it to the bank. Glad you- <laughs> right now. Take it to the bank. Save this, Ted. Right keep now. it later and play it back. That's right. You either do way, keep it later. Play it either way. Either way. If I'm wrong, fine. Play it either way. What day of the week is that? December 17th. Thursday. Is it? No. I have no idea. Well, probably looking, a Saturday or Sunday, maybe I'm guessing. We can, no, probably not. Yeah, it's probably it Saturday. Saturday or Sunday. Yeah. Right, it's Saturday. There you go. So yeah. we're not going to go? No. Damn. Thought we were so close to getting a little remote outing there. Maybe we can go on the 16th. What's on the 16th? Friday. Oh, just be there, yeah, but no actual game is be going Be there, on. and we could do the show. Oh, good. Previewing the game for the next day. Where is it again? Madison Square Garden. Oh, all right. Awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's go. You've been there before? Uh, I've I've taken the, the subway Mecca. stop there. I've not actually gone in there, but yeah, I've been I've walked past it, and yeah, plenty of times. All right, good stuff. <laughs> you ever been to the Big Mirror Bean in Chicago? You ever been by? Yeah, there? they're shooting people out there. Hey, uh, Jack is being sued by his own company. Yeah, so the Golden Bear himself, Jack Nicholas, is uh, being sued by Nicholas Companies, which is a Weird thing to say, but it's happening. Uh, he signed a deal, according to them, in May of 2007 for $145 million for exclusive rights to his golf course design services, marketing, and promotional and branding rights. So name, image, and likeness plus, I guess is how I would refer to that. Uh, he is also he has a company called GBI Investors who are also a part of this. Uh, Nicholas and GBI are being sued by the Nicholas Companies, Nicholas Companies are run by a New York banker called Howard Milstein. Uh, and so basically, the, for lack of a better term, uh, the, the way this is all going is more or less Nicholas Companies saying, by engaging in some of these different negotiations you've done outside of our purview, you're costing us money. We don't like that. You're trying you're to breaking our You're breaking our contract. We have exclusive rights to everything you do. Jack, for what it's worth, has said the claims made by Howard Milstein are untrue. Our relationship has been a difficult one at best. I have little doubt about the outcome, but I don't intend to make this a public spectacle if it can be avoided. Common Man and T-Bones, The Rundown. The Rundown. I had a dream last night about Platinum Fox, okay, the big boss here at the radio station, where he wronged me in this dream. Oh. And it was one of those dreams where I woke up, I was so pissed off when I woke up. And then I saw him today, and he's talking to me, very friendly conversation. I was not listening to a word he said, because I just wanted to spit in his face. You were so mad about a thing, but he didn't do it. Doesn't matter. My emotions don't know that. 
I know your emotions don't know that, but your brain knows now that that didn't happen. And I didn't spit in his face. I controlled myself, but I wanted to. You ever ever dream like that? Oh. Well, then you see the person and you want nothing to do with them, even though they did nothing wrong in real life. I had a a dream not too long ago about uh, one of the fill-ins for Leanna. At this very radio station. One of the traffic guys? I I didn't even know I was mad about this. Mr. Marbles or James Harden? James Harden. I got mad because in the dream, he made a joke that I thought was stupid. But apparently I was so mad in my dream about this, I walked over to the studio where Ted is, and I said, Ted, can he hear me? And Ted's like, oh, yeah, man, he can still hear you. And I said, you listen here. And I like cussed this dude out for like a minute. Gave his James Harden. And he apologized and said, I'm sorry, I'll never do that again. And I said, that's right, leave the humor to us, because we are bad at it, but we, it's at least Don't our job. Don't you know who I am? No, I I'm said... T-Bone! No, I said, you do the traffic, we'll do the bad jokes, thanks. I remember, like, specific parts of this conversation. And it, I woke up in a sweat, I was angry, I was so frustrated, and then I had to sit there for 10 minutes going, that that didn't actually happen, right? I didn't really do that, did I? And then I, I came in here and I was kind of asking Ted, I'm like, I didn't go in there yesterday and scream at somebody, right? And he said, oh, man, what are you talking about? Like, it was that real of a dream that I was I was mad, mad. And I didn't really even expect that. I don't know why I was so mad. He says he hasn't done that. Leanna, I want to talk to Leanna. What? Have you had a dream about either one of us? No. no God, why God. would I? Why? I don't know why. I didn't say it had to be a sexual dream. It could be a dream that you're killing us. I don't know. I, I try to turn my brain off and forget everything that happened. Well, now you can control shift. your dreams. Wow. <laughs> Wish I could be like you, controlling dreams. Uh, by the way. Yeah, well, trauma, you know, it's it's uh, it's easy to forget. That's right. that's one of the, uh, yeah. Can I ask know. one quick question? How's Normal uh-huh. doing? Is Normal okay? She's good. Okay. You didn't She's good. It? She woke me up, started screaming, did her song of the people. Yep. It was great. <laughs> good. I'm glad to hear it. All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, what's next? Oh, we got to look at some updated college sports financials. We'll share that with you next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. A disabled vehicle blocking the right lane of I-70 eastbound after James Road. It is causing stop-and-go traffic in that area. Please be very careful as things get cleaned up and plan on some heavy slowdowns. This traffic report is sponsored by Ohio Laborers and Ohio Lessett. Ohio Laborers, Lessett, and Panera Bread would like to congratulate member of the week, Darren Roberts. Laborers Local 639 Marietta. Darren is a four-year member working at Hinkle & McCoy Company. Build Ohio right, build at Union. See you in your dreams. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care, Heating, and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Like a sports drink, but for that part of you that's thirsty for fart jokes. Back to Man and Bone. Hello. Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on the fan uh what did i tease oh jason's beef is coming up at 534 we got to look at some updated ncaa financials today yeah so this is actually for all the different conferences they put out their 2021 fiscal year you know year in review i guess if you want to call it that 
Um, so this would be the year the finances that you're looking at would correspond to what occurred in 2020, specifically the third and fourth quarters of 2020. Uh, and that impacted the finances in 2021 for sure. The ACC and the SEC were the only two Power Five conferences that showed revenue increases in that 2021 fiscal year, according to tax records. Big 12, Big 10, and Pac-12 did not have that as a matter of fact. Big 12 had a downturn of $53 million in 2021. The Big 10 had a downturn of $89 million in losses. The Pac-12, $190 million in losses that year. This in part would be because of the fact that the first two conferences I mentioned, the SEC and ACC, managed to play out most of, if not all, of their football schedules, thus fulfilling a lot of TV partnership contracts and so on and so forth. Those other three conferences, Big 12, Big 10, Pac-12, struggled to do that. In some cases, especially in the Pac-12, they didn't have a lot of their games on their own network. In fact, one of 35 football games scheduled on the Pac-12 network was played that year. So they lost out on the revenue for 34 of the games that were supposed to be on the Pac-12 network. I have to remember that the Pac-12 network still exists. I think they do, too. I mean, I think they'd like to forget that it exists, I guess, overall, because it's been such a money loser for them. I, I was just thinking, I have like a million channels. I'm one of these people that still has satellite, and I pay out the ass. I've got every single channel you'd want, including the naked ones. And I don't know if I have Pac-12 channel. I don't know if I've ever turned it on. You do have Pac-12 after dark. You just don't oh, have the yes. actual Pac-12 channel. That's, That's right. the weird thing it's about that. It's all starring the Oregon State Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Uh, the SEC made their uh, return public in February, and if you missed that, they they took in revenue of $833 million in 2021, which was an increase of $100 plus million over 2020. Uh, their average for each member school was $54.6 million distributed in 2021, plus a $23.3 million advance on future conference distributions. So they gave them like a bonus of, hey, don't worry, we're going to be good for this next year. Here, we're going to slide you some extra money early so you don't have to worry about it next year. So that was pretty good. Yeah, I wasn't listening. I just saw Thanks. that uh, Tiki and Tierney, mm-hmm. they host a show on WFAN in New York. Yes. They were going to have uh, Yankee legend Paul O'Neill on the air. Okay, Paul O'Neill's got a new book called Swing and a Hit, and he was coming on to promote it. However, he was on hold, ready to come on, when the hosts were told that he didn't want to talk about the Josh Donaldson, Tim Anderson situation. To which they said, well, then we don't want to talk to him. Right. So they didn't have him on. Oh. And this is this is making news. I And I can't remember the person, but we did that. He wasn't on hold. He was on the air with us. And I forget who it was, but we asked him a question. He didn't want to talk about it. And instead of moving on to another question, we just said, well, that's enough. Thank you. Was that was that a guy with the Lions? Were we doing like NFL segments, something? I don't remember. And I... What a nightmare it was when we still uh, talk to people. Yeah, no kidding. No, hey, but Jason they, Stark's coming up in a few minutes, but yeah, we like him. But we like Jason, and he will actually talk about whatever's going on, which is why we appreciate having him on. But yeah, you know what? I don't. I know I'm biased because I do this for a living, but I don't understand why you have guests on if the goal is to just make the guest feel good, right? Like, if you're asking someone to come on, when we have Jeff Rimmer on, when we have Jason Stark on... There's an understanding between us and them that, yeah, we're not going to like go completely into a realm that's going to make them uncomfortable, but 
if if something big happens with this the Blue Jackets in, in this in the city of New York, this is the biggest story. This going is a right huge now. story. Josh and you're, Donaldson, you're having yeah. a baseball guy on the air. You're having a former Yankee on yeah. to talk about a current Yankee. So like, you're not going to ask him the book. question. Then you look like a turd if you yeah. don't ask the question. Even if you don't say something, you. I could totally see them saying, we're going to talk to Paul O'Neill a lot about his book, but real quick, I got to get your thoughts on this. How do you feel about these charges of racism in the game or something along those lines? Did you ever see that as a player or, or do you think we're in a better place than we were when you played or something that just at least ties it into when you played versus now? There's a lot of different questions you could ask. He could give an answer to that and then you could go, all right, thanks for playing ball. Now let's talk about your book and let's talk about other things. That's all you need to do. But I, I don't understand why guests who don't need to do this go on shows and then say, but I won't talk about any of the stuff that's Teddy, actually going on right do now. Do you remember? I think it was a Lions guy, but I don't remember what the question was, what he didn't want to talk about. The, the thing with the Lions guy was when there was some issue, like controversy that went on with it was, uh, it it was, a female. It was a female reporter or... You broadcaster guys, yeah and it, it was something that was bad that happened and you were going to talk to this guy but you, you the way you went about it you sort of made like a joke kind of about it as you know it was absurd that this lady had to put up with this yeah, right yeah yeah if i remember and, correctly whoever the reporter was was basically getting a lot of crap for like i don't think it was this issue but let's say wasn't allowed in the locker room or something like that you know because someone had a problem with a woman in the locker room something yeah. along those lines yeah. that women have dealt with for years in this industry and then you made some reference to that and said well at least you're hopefully not going to keep you know women out of the locker room or whatever the joke was it was something along that to get into that discussion and then this guy was like ah uh, i don't i don't know what you're talking about Burr. and then just like that was we were like okay okay yeah you did not so understand was it me was it my issue? No, it was wasn't it? your issue. It was this guy just had no like understanding of context of what oh, you were. All right. Yeah, he, you were, he. I think he didn't understand how yeah. you, you know, what you were saying. Basically, he thought you were being like an, you know, a idiot well, douche sure guy. Was. The weird I, thing I is, myself. The that. weird thing <laughs> is, most most men we've talked to on the radio from Michigan always have a great sense of humor. So it's really weird that that happens <laughs> <Hey>. one time. <laughs> I mean, we uh, we hung up on Gottlieb. Oh yeah, that was that. that was a long, long time ago. But that was just because he was being a complete ass. We which, uh, go we, figure. That's kind of been his brand ever since. We hung up on longtime Jags reporter Vito Stolito because I couldn't take his phlegm anymore. Yeah, it sounded like this every time I talk to you. I love pornography. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet For out those some who more don't porno. know. Again, Vito accidentally got on Twitter and then posted links to actual porn sites and you know what this voice that i'm doing it's not wet enough like he had that phlegm like he had the oh, this yes. is weird but I, i'm not wet enough <laughs> in my vocal cords <laughs> he did have like it picture if grover constantly had to wipe his mouth off because uh -oh. he had that like phlegmy stuff around the corners of his lips yeah. that's that's what this guy had all the time i'm watching oregon state beaver after dark <laughs> That's what I'm watching. Leanna says she's never had a dream about us, but I'm going to test that theory oh, tonight. Geez. Okay. I, when I she's dreaming tonight. She's had nightmares. You didn't ask her if you had any nightmares about us. She's had plenty of those. Every day is a nightmare for her. She protested a little bit too much, right? I don't dream about you. <laughs> I bet she dreams about us all the time. I don't dream about riding horses with you in wonderful, beautiful yeah! pastures. You don't right. ride that horse bareback. 
did Vito enter the conversation? Why is Vito still here? Didn't we boot him out of this conversation? Yeah, Jason's beef coming up next. There we go. Thank you. Mm. Mm -hmm. Where's the beef? Where's the beef is right. (laughs) I love the Vito. The Vito voice is killing me right now. You can't. Yeah, but you don't have enough phlegm. It's too hard. I know. You I gotta can. have something. I'm, try, I'm trying to get more. You're fun. constantly going. Ah, like you have to. You have to. Guys, slurpy in my mouth, and I can't get rid of it. <laughs> Jason's beef is coming up next. Common man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. That's nice you make yourself laugh. You'll find an earlier incident has cleared from I-70 eastbound after James Road. All lanes have reopened in that area, but traffic is still slow as it recovers. Plan on some residual slowdowns coming from Livingston Avenue. This traffic report is sponsored by ExpressPros.com. If your summer plans include a new job, let Express Employment Professionals help. Visit ExpressPros.com for good local jobs in a variety of roles. With 850 locations, your local Express team is ready to help you find your next job. Go to ExpressPros.com. On the NRA with fan traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. He likes baseball. He likes solar eclipses. He likes Shohei Otani. But he loves roast beef sandwiches. It's time for Jason's Beef with everyone's favorite baseball writer, podcaster, author, and former mustache owner, Jason Stark. Our guy Jason Stark joins us on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Jason. What's happening, Mike? Let's talk about beef because we have some very important news today. Arby's introduced a burger to their menu today. I say this is ridiculous. We go to Arby's for one thing and one thing only. And that is roast beef. If you want to have a fried piece of chicken on a bun, that's fine, too. But Arby's is unique because they are not a burger place, and now they have a burger on the menu. What say you? (laughs) Okay. Uh, You know... I, it doesn't. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you have to. You have to care. I, I need to care. Okay, sure. Bring on the burgers. Oh. What, is, what was that? Chicken? If chicken sandwiches? Let's bring them on too. First of all, Jason, salads. have you have like you learned nothing? Uh, you turn on television. It's just full of people screaming at each other, ranting and raving about topics they don't care about. <laughs> Radio listeners right. want to hear us fight about Arby's and their new burger. <laughs> That's right. That's what they tuned in I, for. It, it, it's time to remind you again that you've constructed a whole alternate reality about me um, where I eat three meals a day at Arby's. That's right. All at the drive-thru. Well, let me when, ask. I have this yeah, question not, for you, Jason. It's not accurate. The, yes. the lettuce on this burger is not a big leaf of lettuce. It is like the shredded, finely grated little rib, ribbons of lettuce. If you're getting a burger, let's take Arby's out of the equation. You're just going to get a burger at your favorite restaurant. Do you prefer a big, thick leaf of lettuce on the burger, no. or do you like the shredded lettuce? No, there should be no lettuce on the burger at all. Oh, well, see, oh, you, you do feel deeply it, about something. I like that. <laughs> 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 I, 
I have many, I have many passions that involve food. Whether or not there's going to be shredded lettuce on the Arby's burger, I don't. I mean, that's really not that high up there. All right, so you you I told me there should be any lettuce at all on a burger. Okay, you told me earlier that your wife is a gourmet chef. Now, does that mean that's her profession, or is she just a really good cook? <laughs> no, she's a uh, she's a great cook. Um, we talk about food pretty much every day. We have photos of her cooking as the artwork on our kitchen wall. Oh. We never stop talking about where our great our next great meal is coming from. And that's see, that's my actual life and my actual reality. It's not life in your alternative Arby's universe. <laughs> All right, here's my question to you though. If you're going to the electric chair, you got one more meal, she's making it for you. What's the best thing that she makes? If I'm coming to your house, what is the thing to have? Oh, boy, that's see, I could get in trouble for even answering this. Chicken enchiladas, I would say she makes an like amazing chicken enchiladas. Right. But what do you what do you what do you want? What are you interested in? No, I, I want the specialty of the house. That's what I want. <laughs> Well, that's definitely one of them. She has many. I'm not coming in with but, requests. I want you to tell me what the best thing is. I'll I'll hammer yeah, down some would, chicken enchiladas. Like, her chicken enchiladas just would they melt in your mouth? They're to die for. They're awesome. Uh, Jason's beef with Jason Stark. I'm trying to think of a way to segue out of this. I guess there's really well, not. You've really done good work. Dude. I know. I have. I can't wait to see where we go. So Josh Donaldson. This is a, this is a good uh, yeah, transition. Right. Josh Donaldson calls White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson Jackie. Uh, he said it wasn't meant like that. I don't know how it can't not be meant like that. He gets a one-game suspension. Give me your read on this situation. Oh, man. Uh, we just got finished uh, talking about this extensively on our Starkville podcast, and uh, I think we concluded uh, it was disturbing. Um, it was dumb. It was offensive. I've tried to think through Josh Donaldson's side of this, and it, it just never makes any sense to me. It, you know, for him to say, oh, well, it was just a private joke, uh, I would decide with Liam Hendricks' analysis of that, um, where he said, you know, you usually only share private jokes with people you get along with, and I don't think that would describe the relationship between Tim Anderson and Josh Donaldson. So this was totally insensitive and offensive, and regardless of what he thinks his intent may have been, um, the sport needed to make it clear somehow this was not something that he should have been joking about or whatever he thought he was doing. So I'm not surprised he got suspended and fined. You know what did surprise me was that the league didn't also say um, that comments of this nature were highly inappropriate and would result in further discipline in the future or something like that. Yeah, that's that's interesting, Jason, because it, it feels like Josh Donaldson in some level thought there was a benefit to this. And and like you're saying, I don't know what the benefit is there at the very least. I mean, if anything, it motivates the guy you're going against to play harder against you. I, I really don't understand what his upside was, but I, I wanted to ask with him specifically Around the league, like taking this situation out of it, when you talk to players, you know, that kind of thing, does he typically have the reputation of a guy that is like otherwise pretty well regarded? Or does Josh Donaldson have a kind of, you know, 
there's a lot of downside with him, and there's a lot of guys maybe that have played against him who just say, yeah, not my favorite guy. What's your read on that part of it? I, I think everybody who plays against him would say he's not their favorite guy. He definitely plays with an edge, and he doesn't care if the other team doesn't like him. So he, he's, that's definitely part of his whole M.O. Um, but that doesn't excuse anything like this. You know, he's he's an interesting guy to have on your team, even as your teammate. I've heard a lot of stories from the Braves, for example, about what happened after he got there. And, you know, they appreciated his energy, and they appreciated his edge, and they appreciated how hard he played. But he was confronted by other players who told him, this just isn't how we do things here. So, like, stop it. <laughs> you know, stop talking, stop yapping, and post up. If you post up and play with energy and help us win, we'll be a lot more tolerant. But the other, the other side never has to be tolerant of stuff like this. It's offensive. Jason's beef with Jason Stark here on The Fan. I gave you homework last week, as I'm doing now. I asked you to name me the greatest team you've ever seen to never win anything. What's the answer? You know, I was about to say the 2001 Mariners because they won 116 games. You know, they like they just crushed everybody that they played until they got to October. But I, I changed my mind at the last minute and went with... 2013 Tigers, maybe 2014 Tigers, even though the 2012 team actually went, went to the World Series. That 2013 team, remember that team that was peak Miggy, Triple Crown Miggy, peak, I mean, Victor Martinez and Prince Fielder around him in that lineup, um, Verlander, Scherzer, Annabelle Sanchez at his greatest, that ALCS that they lost to the Red Sox. You remember that one? Where it felt like they were going to pitch a no-hitter every game, and then the Red Sox would find a way to win, and Torrey Hunter was upside down in the bullpen, and the cop was cheering. And um, That team was incredible, the, the firepower and the starting pitching. And I don't know how they didn't win. So I, I guess I'm going to say that team, even though I didn't start out thinking that. All right, here's the homework for this week. I want you to ask your wife what she would make me if I came over for dinner. Oh, that's easy. Okay. I, I mean, I, I, know, I know you said chicken enchiladas, but I want to know what she would make if I were coming. She's got, a, she's got a photo of chicken enchiladas hanging on the wall. I need to see a photo of the photo. I need you to take. <laughs> I need you to take a picture of your kitchen with all these photos in it. Yeah. I have to see it, and then yeah, I, I want. That. I want That's a photo. An excellent decorating motif. I would like a because photo of the screenshot say, of the that? photo. If we can do that, that'd be great. <laughs> Let's do all that. Just keep taking iterations of the photo. Um. Okay. Um, I can. All right. So I, my two homework assignments are. Ask her what she would make. And take a photo of your wall. take a photo of what she's already made. Yes. Yeah, I can do that. All right. Thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good, man. Thanks. Jason's Beef on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. I, I like the idea of you make food. You're good at making food. Let's take a picture and put that in the kitchen so that everyone knows what's up. When they mm-hmm. come into this kitchen, there's no question it, that we cook in here. You don't need to be asking about the microwave meals. That's not happening. We're See, cooking. Where my mind went is like I'm wondering, like, is she fully clothed in all these photos? Yeah. <laughs> come on, <laughs> just come on. 
<laughs> of course your mind went there, Spice Channel. Yeah, I know that's what happened with you. In reality, it's just she had some photos of her food that she cooked. That's I understand. It. I got it. You should do that with your house. Put some photos up, but with of you, na- but you naked with the food, covering yeah. tastefully. Back page coming up. Common Man and T Bone on the fan. Fan traffic from the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for slow traffic on I-71 northbound between 670 and 11th Avenue. Traffic is beginning to build in that area. You'll also find some slowdowns on westbound 670 between I-71 and 4th Street. About a five-minute delay. This traffic report is sponsored by Protect All Insurance. Columbus, Ohio, Protect All Insurance has landed. Protect All Insurance is your one-stop shop for auto, home, and bundling. To save you money, Protect All Insurance, protecting life's important moments, call 1-833-PROTECT. I'm the NRA with fan traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. The fine host of the Buckeye Show, your friend and mine, Timmy Hall. Oh, you guys. Happy Monday, man and bone. Now, I have to uh, I have to thank you because you went to Virginia this weekend. You stopped and you got us some potato chips gotcha. that you can only get in Virginia. That's right, yeah. And you gave me a bag and bone a bag and bones dedicated on his diet he didn't eat any of it no did no, he give I, I did did you I get a did? double bag yeah, yeah i ate a no i, ate, oh, yeah, I, I saw ate. you eating them yeah i was the eating the chips because you just, commented to me you said i've never really been yeah big on that flavor no never really i ch- sought them out i had never i realized today it's something that's never come up as we've done all these what's something you've never done but that was the first time i've ever eaten salt and vinegar chips really yeah never just because yeah. well because they've usually been in amongst all the other types of chips, and I've just been like, ah, I'd rather have something else. Sure. Because I wasn't willing to go out and try it. And then today, that it's was the flavor, bag I was given. It? Delicious. Yeah, it's good. I very salt much enjoyed with the it. Tang? Yeah, I, it was I've good. I've always had them in a top five, top five chip flavor. You gave Teddy some chips, you gave me some chips. Now, the ones you gave me were habanero flavored yeah. barbecue chips. Yeah, Mama Zuma's Revenge. They were very, very good, but they were also very spicy. Yeah. Where the first segment of the show, I had some magma. <laughs> brewing you thought something, something was gonna happen oh, no. i thought we were gonna have a lava flow during the show oh no the liquid magma magma were you gonna come down and tap me on the shoulder I was. see if i was busy now it passed the magma cooled into oh, a good, rock good. rock formation it, it, hopefully it doesn't hit you on the 35 minute drive home hopefully you're good but it's okay if if it does because i've i've Why? had that happen before how is that okay because i'm in the i'm in the confines of my own car so you'll just crap everywhere in your car? <laughs> I did it once. In your pants? One time I did. That sounds oh, awful. Oh, no. That does not sound... Not. No. I did. What do you mean you... Yeah. Like, on purpose or it just happened? No, I mean, not on purpose. It was, I need to get to a bathroom. And you didn't make Wait, it. And I didn't make on. it. No. You're the person who says to me, with a straight face, when it comes to vomiting... You can will yourself to I not can. vomit. It does not work in the caboose. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm I am someone who I mean I've I've vomited many times and I obviously have gone poo many times too. But <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I have I have what? never ever had an issue where that happened where I could oh, not yeah. control. I can control the, the vomit if if the if the the poo flood is coming. 
There's nothing I so, can do about so it. So it was in a. You were alone in the car. I was alone in the car. Just you trying to get you get home off yeah. and go somewhere. Trying like, to get home. Well, yeah, it, was, it was first of all, it was middle of the night. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, could, that, I was on the highway. Matters. I could not pull off and that go. That does anywhere. complicate matters. Yes, and I was trying. I was like, well, I got to find something that's open oh, so I yeah. can go. And before that happened, it was. Uh, Splish splash, wait, we're taking a wait, bath. Wait, so middle of the night scenario, so there couldn't have been much traffic on an interstate, Why right? Why not pull off and just you go in the grass? You pull off a good 10 feet into the I, shoulder no, I and can't. just let her fly? No. You, just, cra- you just, drive nice cars. See, here's, here's, I, I couldn't believe you would de- first defile way, it your car. It didn't defile the car. It just stayed confined in the, out into the, grass in and the woods. pant area. Oh. I had some shams in the back that I used to drive. <laughs> shams. That I used to dry the car oh, at the wow. car wash. The sham wow. And so oh. I sat on a sham. Sat on a sham. Make sure you don't confuse those syllables. Jeez, that could I be bad. I sat on a sham and just had at it. And then I got home and I threw everything right in the trash. I bet you did. What did you do? Your wife comes around the corner and sees Winnie the Pooh standing there with the most the whole, most horrible Winnie the Pooh story she's ever seen. Were you naked from the waist down? Well, yeah, I walked in. I was, I was naked. No, no, no. I, I was sitting in my poo clothes until well, I got home. I would have just, first rest area I saw... Just chucked all of you that and sat on the sham Look, on the car I, seat the get, rest of the ride. If I get pulled over, I get pulled over. I can't get pulled over naked well, then from you the waist tell, down. Then you just got to be honest with the police officer. Say, listen, I, I know drive. This, this seems horrible. Then but you say, yeah, I've heard that a million times before. You're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else you do. I don't know what else you do there. I'm guessing there's a ticket if I don't have pants on. But if my pants are on, yet they happen to be full of feces, he's not going to give me <laughs> you know a ticket. What? Worth the ticket. I could not sit in my own fecal matter for that long. Is that have the to... only time? Yeah. Have there been others? That's good. I'm glad it was only once. Well, there was a time Uh-oh. in... Uh, Here we go. A in, second. In Camp Sundance when I was playing softball. Oh, right. I've yes, told you about you that a, one You were a little How kid, though. I was eight, nine. Oh, eight, nine. That's something still, like that. that I was, but it was an exertion thing. Yeah, I was, I was playing softball. The girl that I thought was cute was the softball catcher. In this particular game. Oh, no. And I said, I'm going to impress her. I'm going to go up there. I'm going to hit the ball farther than she's ever seen anybody hit the ball ever. Mm-hmm. So I take the biggest swing. I load up. Load Not up. only That's right. do I miss the ball completely. You crap. I, I, well, I, I thought it was a fart, and then it turned out to be a turd. <laughs> mm. <laughs> but it was solid, and it was small. Not like this other one what, in the car. What, did gotcha. it escape right there at home plate? <laughs> Did you just fall and say, a little, a little owl pellet fell out over there. All kinds of, yeah, all kinds goes, of things going ah! on. <laughs> runs away. Again. All right, what's coming up on the Buckeye Show? Oh, my good buddy Joey Lane is out there. He's going to be with us all week long. You have long. to ask everybody who comes on your show have if they, they've ever soiled themselves. I don't think they have to answer that. I don't think so. I mean, you can ask the question. I bet you Joey Lane's let it go. No, come on. Timmy, you've never done that, right? I've never crapped myself. I've never done that either, right. Teddy, how are we doing over there? I've never done that. Yeah, see? All how right. about Leanna? Has Leanna crafted No, it's not. We don't. Well, that's fine. Leanna can answer if she wants to. <laughs> Ask her off the air, Ted, if you want. <laughs> no, she's fine. never done that. See, there you go. 80, 80% of this show so far is no. <laughs> Some of us are probably lying. <laughs> right. I'm secure. I can tell you. I'm not lying. I can promise you. I've not, I mean, right. I've, I've I've had, had, I had right. one that was like a quarter of the way there, but right. not, not right. even 50%. <laughs> I did right, dispose, Joey Lane. I disposed of else? the undergarments <laughs> in the pants, but it was only about 
25, 30%. That's being honest. I don't know how you can almost no, crap you. Did you, were not. you either crapped or you didn't yes, crap. It was, it was Something light. happened or it, it was didn't. light. What do you mean it was, it was light? light. The, the, the flow has nothing to do with it. You crapped. You know what, Ted? It wasn't really Ted, flow. 60%. I'm marking that one. That's a crap. That happened. You can't have a light. Pooing of yourself. You either did or you did not. You can't. There did you are throw degrees. your underwear away? I did. Then, then you crapped you yourself. Then that's what happened. <laughs> no. All right. Bing bong. You crapped yourself. <laughs> that's what happened. The back page. The back page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. All right. Very quickly. Times Square was apparently the location of the final actual, like, uh, phone booth in all of yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, they took it out today. Today, they removed it. It was the last one that apparently you could still go up to, put a quarter in, or I don't know if you were, I don't know how else you would pay With at inflation, that point. it's $9 <laughs> to make a call. Right. That's but local. You could, you could theoretically pick up the phone, make a, put a quarter or whatever, and then dial someone up. Now you can no longer do that. So again, I think most people probably just took selfies next to it and said, wouldn't it be crazy if I called someone on this? But yeah, that's gone now, so you can't do that. There you go. All right, Buckeye Show. Coming up next, we'll see you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Meister's Bar and Pizza Traffic Center. Good evening. Watch out for a serious accident blocking the right lane of 270 southbound at Roberts Road. Traffic is stop and go from Cemetery Road in this area. Plan about a 5 to 10 minute backup as things get clear. And again, caution is advised. Traffic report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Their hiring platform makes it easy to attract, interview, and hire candidates all in one place. Sponsor a job and immediately get a short list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Leanna Ray with Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. The Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM. HD1 Columbus. The fan. Hey, Common Man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But we have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald if I don't if I didn't take these pills every single day. <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills, or whatever the generic is called now, yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, 
you're, I, I too shave. Like, I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. You would look like a total clan I mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just stop What am I now. supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy who's bald. No, Is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have, like, shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's, I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing that's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn but you're you, saying i i think you're people saying get the wrong impression you would accuse me of it even though you know me and know i would never do something right. like that i that's, know i know i've known you the, for years that's bad but i would just yell well, racist at you and run away well, i'm glad i don't shave my head all the way down then is it okay where it is now because well, i just fine want, now okay good i yeah, just want to make sure like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy good. Right I, now. Don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate so good all right a special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. 